Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, September 5th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of the two part CFI space Lunk to Luna and Luna to Adam. Let's take a fucking listen. Jacob Adonis. Adonis, you there? Hey, how's it going, Sappy? Good, good. What you been up to? Nothing, man. No, just getting ready for the work week. Cool. Uh, let me see what. Uh... Powers here is doing. We got little Austin Powers <laughs> over here. He's kind of OG. Uh, he's OG Luna community. We've got King Wabi in the building. Oh, yeah, there's Wabi there. Let's get him in here. Hello. Wabi, what you up to, brother? I made up a new song. I got done training and I had some Wendy's. Um, I, got, I, I feel like I was stolen from. I feel like I was a bit liquidated. Um, you know, I was going in there thinking I was going to get a four for four. But now Wendy's has this thing called uh, a goodie bag, right? So for $6, you essentially get the same thing as a four for four. And I thought it was going to bring a plethora of things, but it ended up being a rug, kind of like a soft rug. But, you know, I'm guessing uh, like the LPs over at the uh, Wendy's Corporation, uh, you know, their margin is a bit tight and they need to top up uh, their LTV. So, um, you know, <laughs> you got the, uh, DeFi analogy going on for Wendy's. Yeah, man. You know, Wendy's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, one of the old school layer ones when it comes, uh, to the supply chain and, uh, in the, in the fast food tokens, you know, and that's why in 2020, you know, uh, it was actually a Wendy's worker that, uh, created YFI and uh had tokens like yam and uh you know things like burger which got listed on kucoin that actually all came from like this one wendy's worker uh that i used to know nice so you you participating in the lunk to a dollar uh project yeah uh he said that uh devs are hard at work and uh you know anywhere from you know quarter 2 of next year to q4 of uh 2024 uh you know i think uh we'll be sleeping comfy you know um it's obvious that do Quan is uh going under an extreme and rigorous uh weightlifting uh program i haven't spoken to him in a long time it's been a while uh like i think last time i talked to tfl was sj um and uh, like uh, since then it's been, it, uh, haven't had a chance to speak to him in a while. So the good news is, um, like, uh, you know, we, we got the Luna classic, uh, meme drama happening, which is good. Um, like I think one of the most useful things to happen with that is like, you know, a huge number of, uh, Luna classic wallets got created and 
by having people on things like Terror Station, like we introduce people to like all sorts of fun, right? Uh, King, you you play on uh, Cosmos and Osmosis and everything very much. Yeah, I think uh, I think Astro and T Floki might go absolutely nuts if the trend continues. Because I think you think, you think T Floki on Classic. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, man, it's like. I know Doquan said you can't kill what was never dead or something like that or what was never alive, whatever. Has T. So, has T. Floki started to pump yet or not yet? I haven't really checked, but uh, you know some of the OGs from like <laughs> it take it, it could take me just a few moments to solve that problem. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like dude, I, I was actually there when like T. Floki got created. I remember coming back from the mall. Uh, back in October, and you know what, what, I, what he's talking about is, by the way, Terra Floki is a little, like, funny little meme coin, uh, sort of like platform on Terra Classic, and uh, they had this whole concept where they're going to make like little games and things, and they have a coin and all that, and um, like an NFT thing. But then, like, when the chain crashed and like the value of everything went down uh they kind of like sort of got screwed i don't i don't know if they're going to be able to like regain re- recapture some of that attention well because a lot of the people on luna classic are just like speculating right they're buying on probably binance or some shit and they're just kind of like playing around i don't know we'll see what happens yeah i i i just think man that like you know uh anything is possible going forward and so you know if you have but are you buying are you buying some no, 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 not now. No, no, no. You're not. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No, uh, I would want to see uh, first Astro is a different story. Astro, that, that's actually interesting. Like if they do you have, do you have Astro on classic or do you have Astro on uh, Luna V2? It's on classic, isn't it? Or did they, are they moving to V2? Uh, they, they're on, they were on both. So I don't yeah. know where you hold yours, but I have Astro on V2 still. Oh, Okay, uh, I thought I thought it was like on V one still, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, like full transparency, I don't really have any like Terra alts at the moment. Uh, I'll just have Lunk do its thing, and um, you know, I would say like whatever's gonna happen with USTC. I think like um, I might be totally wrong on this, but I think there was like a community form or something like a plan to buy up. Uh, USTC and get it back to peg or as close to peg as possible. And someone had told me that it's like, I think it's only like 15 mil, like a 15 million twop to get it, uh, to get things rolling. And I think like, yeah, I'd, I'd buy some, I might get it just to like speculate on it at this point. Yeah, man. Um, God, man, I really, do, I really do hope that like that whole ecosystem comes back, dude. Cause it'll, pretty much be the easiest play like not only does it like i know coach had said it um and i agree with what the coach said like if there is any like epic comeback story it has to be tara it has to be i think like solana is like you know it's pretty much a no-brainer but you know lunk or luna i think nobody's really paying attention dude and when nobody's paying attention that's usually what pumps the hardest man yeah, um, well, Luna Luna Two, remember, is only a three hundred million market cap at this point. So, like, the uh, it doesn't take much effort to shift 
like whatever attention that we've gained on Luna Classic to Luna V2 and pump that as well. Because there's a lot of it's illiquid coins anyway, right? A lot of the yeah. coins people have, so it won't take long at all. So like I am uh, getting a pile of Luna 2 that I have uh, liquid and free, um, which I think, you know, represents really like a solid... Like you could probably easily go to like twenty bucks or something. So it's right now at like two dollars. So I'm gonna I'm gonna manage to work on a ten X on that. We'll see how it goes. But then again, like I I had Luna before at like five bucks and cleared a lot of it at like fifty. So that was a good solid ten X right there. I unfortunately I did not sell the top or whatever, like some people did. But whatever, right? Yeah, so let me get let me get powers uh to chat for just a second. I hadn't heard from him in a long time. Uh, what's up, man? Hey man, long time no talk. Uh, yeah, what you been up to? You you're out of your like depression from whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, I was actually one of the lucky ones. Uh, I was able to kind of sell everything at sixty bucks. But um, I mean, I've been having to burn a lot of the money on um, like personal life stuff recently. Uh, nonetheless, though, I mean, things have been good. Just trying to figure out when to uh, on ramp uh, my cash and get back into the market at this point. I've just been kind of sitting on the sidelines for the most part. Yeah, I think uh, if you look at kind of like the uh, situ the situation going over the next year, like you know, BTC's problem is it's it tracks it's going to track too aggressively with like the stock market. It's going to track too much with like mining price and stuff like that because you know mining rates like 10k so i think uh the real sort of like um growth sector is going to be in cosmos chains again so so like the title of the space is basically like you know my basic plan is to take um whatever gain i have from luna classic dump in luna 10x that dump in adam and then like park it there and then i think the adam narrative will come forth over the next couple of years and then that will be a, that will be a solid like probably like a good solid 20x so my goal is to get adam to something like um i don't know i'm talking with the gang but like the goal for adam is to get it to something like um like probably like one uh i'm sorry like three to 500 bucks, something along those lines. And it's a 12 right now. So the, uh, you know, I talked to uh, Jack today, a Zamplin of uh, Cosmos and kind of like talked about doing maybe like a weekly podcast type of thing on Twitter spaces with him uh, and ultimately getting uh, a huge um, sort of like, uh, it's kind of upswell uh, in the overall Cosmos. So I think if we can get like, Adam, uh, to like where ETH is, then, you know, the entire cosmos space will just blow up. So the goal would be to kind of like get a lot more visibility, start like, um, you know, mending like fences with like Jay Kwan and like some of the other, some of the other crowd. You can notice that like Jay Kwan, like, you know, throughout some like apologies and shit. And like, I'm trying to like, let's see if we can facilitate everyone like bearing whatever hatchets they have an ideology. And then kind of like building an ethos ecosystem around Cosmos and just blow the whole thing up. So, um, you know, you guys can sit around like monkeying around trading or whatever, or you can just wake up and just make things happen. So, like, it's really just a matter of like, um, like we can do a lot of things. Like, for example, like we can cross post on things like stock twits, for example. We can cross post on lots of different stuff like Bruce and Lunkdow, like they're 
going to be recording spaces. Terra Spaces is doing that. And we're going to basically be like cross-posting that on YouTube and whatnot. Uh, if we can get like um, some other interesting things uh, that we can do is basically like take transcripts of dialogues and have them um, like uh, taken apart and in text. And then we can kind of like have it fixed up by copy.ai. And then like robo post the living hell out of um, the internet, essentially, right? Like, <laughs> so basically, just use um, machine language tools to sort of like, you know, take information about the cosmos and just cause it to just explode everywhere, right? Yeah, so there's just all kind of market it. Yeah, but not just market it though, but just next level. Um, you know, like net, really just go with like next level machine tech, right? So just kind of use all of the neat sort of AI um, techniques that are available now. Uh, or just like neural network techniques and just kind of like um, do all sorts of cool shit. Like, for example, like, let's say your description on YouTube, right? You can take the the text from the actual uh, conversation. You can basically post it on, on YouTube, but then you can also like post it on like, you know, lots of different blogs and things. Uh, you can use copy.ai to sort of like make different versions of the exact same conversation. So like you trick Google uh, sufficiently enough to basically be able to take the same content and post it like a million times in different places. So yeah, the goal is to sort of like, uh, <laughs> like as cheaply as possible, you know, spread the word to as many eyes as possible. Um, so like, yeah, all of the little chains of the cosmos, you know, like, you know, and I consider like, um, you know, Juno and Luna and all this stuff to be like, you know, they're all like little cosmos chains. Right. And overall though, there's no narrative for the cosmos hub or the atom token. And like, we need to get like, uh, Jay and, you know, everyone else to sort of clarify like a clean vision, like a constitution, and then really make, uh, Luna the chain, or I'm sorry, the, the you know, cosmos and the cosmos chains to be like the new, like, imagine like the United States of America, um, you know, like a bunch of states with like, a you know, uh, you know, constitution, a bill of rights, and basically all freedom loving people everywhere show up on our little continent, our little cosmos. And like, we literally create a fucking country, right? Like <laughs> make it so, so big, so strong, like over time that the original goal was of the gang and Jay Kwan and Zaki and everybody else was basically to create a, um, you know, really just to create like a place for freedom lovers, um, making money and all this stuff is fun, but like, uh, the real vision is to bring the entire planet on board. Like all these little like goofy ass talks about adoption and whatnot. And like just Bitcoin fucking around forever. Like, you know, it doesn't really do anything um, <laughs> like we can do much better. Um, so, you know, it, I think there's a, um, there's a lot of strong narratives to be had and like the power of uh, everyone from meme coiners to like, who the hell knows, right? Like, like home here was talking about like Huawei and all these other things like meme coin chains and stuff. And all of that just brings in new users. It brings attention. It brings virality. And like, we need to funnel that into the primary coin of cosmos, Adam. And the reason we need to do that is because it is simply not good enough to have a bunch of chains. Price is the strongest meme in all of crypto. Like just memorize that phrase, like basically like the higher the price of something goes, the more people get attention to it. And then each cycle as it dumps, the more new buyers are going to come in because the old buyers are still there. Right. So you basically build a bigger and bigger user base when you have massive pumps in price. And um, so like, you know, I know everyone like makes fun of like shillers and whatever the fuck. But at the end of the day, like there is a reason why Bitcoin's where it is. It's because like I, I probably put out like at least 
something like a hundred thousand posts like on Bitcoin um, on various little platforms. So like, and that's individual posts, not even like robotic anything, but um, like that stuff happens for a reason. Uh, Bitcoin was memefied and, you know, people spread the word and like literally had careers like shilling it, like, you know, like some of the guys you see on, um, you know, YouTube and whatnot. Um, and we just need more of that for Cosmos. But the thing about like having a lot of Cosmos chains is like all those Cosmos chains, if all they look out for is themselves, it's going to slow this process down. But if we can get like Atom itself, like to be a core liquidity coin for the entire system, then you'll bring, you know, um, well, it just takes a few of them to like really yeah. just kind of unify and. Yeah. And I don't think we need to have like necessarily, we don't want just Adam in a sense, because like you want other coins to be on centralized exchanges and stuff like Juno and whatever, because you don't want, you want to make it harder and harder to make these type of systems uh, possible to shut down. Right. You want all, as many fiat gateways and as many countries as possible. And, um, and it's fine if other, other coins are doing that, right? That was the whole point of the cosmos. But um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming, Celestia and like, I don't know, like <laughs> like tons of great chains, uh, SEIs coming and that's going to have like on-chain order book, uh, DYDX. Um, you're really talking about some of the like uh, really big projects that are coming. We're going to be just way, way ahead of like, for example, um, I don't know, like Elrond and, you know, uh, like we're leaps and bounds ahead of like near protocol and all that shit. So, uh, you know, and then of course, like Jay, Jay Kwan is still working on cool stuff, right? Sefi, I think what the Cosmos, Cosmos uh, desperately needs, like that's all cool. Like the chain stuff, Celestia, Say Network, all that stuff is cool. But what's going to bring Adam like extreme value relative to what Luna did last cycle um they need desperately they need a, a liquidation engine they need an ave they need an anchor they need that form of speculation where you're able to borrow you get paid to borrow um via that liquidation engines token uh because when it when it comes to the heat of speculation the liquidation engine always benefits the main token of value relative to you know DeFi summer when uh like uh Ave yeah I, I went agree. absolutely ballistic like it needs it desperately man i know neutron now is remember like, adam is not i i agree with jaquan in that like the cosmo the adam chain token itself should do absolutely nothing it's its primary goal should be uh inter like interchain um Security, it should be interchain accounts, but you don't really want, you don't want to have smart contracts on that. Like you want to have it be the Bitcoin of the system. So all of the other things can happen in Cosmos and people still be able to speculate on Atom on the other Cosmos chains via IBC. But the Cosmos chain itself, to be clear, like my, my position is the same as Jay's in that like it needs to be like the base DNA of the network. You fuck that up and you're going to just basically like create chaos. You need a you need a coin that is your store of value coin, just like Bitcoin is, without having to leave chain, which is like within the ecosystem without bridges, that can't fail, and that is absolutely critical. Immutability is absolutely Sophie, critical. We're losing you, man. You're having some audio issues. How are you? No, no, you're good, Sethi. I can hear you fine too. I think it's King. Your 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 oh, well, yeah. your uh, yeah. connections like breaking up. From time to time. Anyway, um, 
but yeah, like you guys uh, hopefully understand what I'm talking about, but like the, so I think the power of the meme coin chains, it, it's fun to have the pump and dumps, right? That's all great. But like the power of the meme coins is like, that is the sword that basically is formed to sort of like create this like power in the, all of the other like so-called utility and application chains. It's really hard to explain utility to people who have no fucking clue about like DeFi or whatever, right? There's a lot of people that will show up that just kind of play around. And like, as you go deeper and deeper into DeFi, the potential user base gets smaller and smaller. Like, for example, like if you were to go into a classroom full of high school students, right? How many people are going to use Aave? Yeah, like zero, right? So you're like very few. So, you know, each layer has a different level of user base, but at the same time, the lower level, you know, players like, I don't know, a high school student, they don't have as many, uh, you know, they don't have as much money to like move into crypto, right? So that's going to be limited. On the other hand, like Wabi's saying, the really big players, uh, the sort of institutional players, hedge funds and this and that, they're going to want to use those type of large systems, obviously. So... We're going to have competition. We're going to have like Polygon and all the cool shit, shits come into that. They've got a pretty you know, good speed. Um, if the Ethereum merge like happens as planned, then, you know, they'll have a pretty inexpensive um, platform to run on. So ETH's got like some legs on us in a sense, but anything that shows up on ETH, like ETH layer two, is basically um, like is not sovereign compared to any governance that happens on Ethereum. And uh, with Cosmos, like anybody can spin up their own chain without any of the governance constraints of the primary, um, like Atom Cosmos chain. Uh, and then, but they can still get all the upgrades of Cosmosm and its upgrades, assuming they want to actually upgrade. So, Really, like what what Cosmos allows is tons and tons of little, like imagine almost like communities or countries, uh, each on their own little chain, all of them able to communicate together, and um, it's just it can be truly breathtaking in size and scope. I mean, just imagine the internet, right? IBC is essentially TCIP um, on the blockchain, essentially, and um, you know a lot of the command structure is very similar. But like the complexity of this is sort of like the complexity of the internet itself in the sense that like back when, if you, you know, you're, I'm a little older. So back when the internet was beginning, like literally like we would have, you know, terminals at universities and shit and military installations. And we basically have like, you know, these like, uh, um, actually Linux wasn't even out yet. What the hell was that called? Um, fuck, I forget the name of the, the terminal now, <laughs> like I'm getting old anyway, but, uh, basically the, um, the the uh, our ability to ex ultimately explain what the cosmos is to like lay people is what ultimately makes it grow but it's not that as obvious and it's not as like shillable right now in this in the classic sense like it's harder for people to explain to their friends and family what it does because it's just too like the depth of knowledge required to understand what the cosmos is is just basically like you know, 99% of people are infants, basically, and that will have no clue what it does. In the same way, like 99% of you have no idea what the internet does, right? Like, it may not be your in your wheelhouse, you don't care. So it's fine to be an infant in that space. Like, I'm perfectly fine using the internet without knowing how it works exactly. But that's where the cosmos is going to take us. Um, if, you know, if we can execute, and we can support the people that are building it, right? So like, to that end, sort of, I, I kind of talked to Jack today, 
um, uh, home here, like introduced me to him and we were chat chatting for about an hour. He and I are both kind of like, uh, very similar, like economically and politically we're like, sort of like, uh, um, sort of like maybe like mostly libertarian with a little bit of left and a little bit of right thrown in sort of like reasonably centrist, I think. And, uh, you know, we think that a lot of the people in the, um, sort of like cosmos ecosystem, even when they're bitching and fighting and whatever, to a large degree, like really have some shared values, like individual liberty and other things. And um, I think we can bring people together and we're going to do some like weekly meet meetups and spaces and things really try to gin up an audience of like all the developers and everybody in cosmos and start thinking about like how each of the chains of the cosmos can uh, bring back value to Adam and vice versa. Like we need to get back to a little bit of like benefit from the center because without that, like it, it's very difficult to bring liquidity in uh, to the system because think about it. Like, do you want to be able to shill? You, do you have to like explain a hundred different coins to your family members? No. If, if that price of Adam goes up, you know, any leverage system, um, any, um, sort of like LP that has Adam in it, which is basically every chain, probably, um, every single coin in the ecosystem automatically goes up when Adam goes up. Right. So in that respect, like we do want to bring that attention, and a lot of um, how we do that, I think, is get the cooperation of all these chains, like whether it's crypto.com, whether it's like whoever, like Fetch Network, whatever the fuck, Binance. So we really need to kind of get like sort of back to that roots, I think. And uh, like, I don't know, I have a long history of making this shit happen. Like, so it'll be fine. Um, but basically, I just, like, uh, I think, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, dude. Uh, Dude, I'll, I'll 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 say my thoughts, dude. I think like if uh, we can replicate what Terra did, um, outside of like you know the the folly that they made by having UST listed on perps, I think like the Atom token itself, as far as speculation, because you know like governance and speculation are two different things, right? Like Atom pretty much did a forty x in like my bad like a 43x in 20 months not even out of speculation but out of pure governance right like like not, not to, even not to mention not to mention my yeah. yield is like 19 percent right now which is a lot of money yeah so which and, is really nice and, and dude like if you factor if you factor in right with the airdrops you know like for me dude like I'll be transparent here. Like May of last year absolutely fucked me. Like I was I was down like like 75%. Um but like that osmosis airdrop and uh I also got like like two ion tokens. That thing <laughs> saved me by a lot. And on top of that, like with what uh with what Terra did um with uh the the pylon protocol ideal dude I, I i will forever be grateful to to that ecosystem man like you're talking about an ido that anybody could have participated in and you know like no froth whatsoever yeah no shillers or 
paid marketing people when it come when it came to when it came to uh pylon bro so yeah and that's man. that's the key like i think if we can get our like core ecosystem tokens to sort of uh well i mean quite frankly go up in value um then liquidity flows to everything else right it pretty much automatically does it's just it automatically does partly through leverage mechanisms but it automatically does because the tie-ins to lps and sort of like it just it's like a rising tide just sort of like raises all boats and without question like every single chain on cosmos is going to have atom liquidity to it it doesn't really matter um if you're a juno fan or whatever or you're a you know terra fan you're going to have ibc atom on everywhere so i think that's an important thing and like right now i mean like shit the yield's 19 percent, which is pretty damn cool now uh now you know you know, usual not not financial advice bullshit but like the uh the you know you can have like btc drops to 10k or something or something like that happens and you can still have like adam's price drops so i've got a pretty good like you know pile of money waiting for if adam drops to like five to seven bucks in that process which would be great and the crazy but, thing is dude mm-hmm. the, the crazy thing is um that during a during a bear market the strongest tokens uh, during these bounces, those are the ones that actually outperform during the next yeah, run. That's correct. It's so, exactly. And actually, Adam BTC has been ripping. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like, while BTC yeah, looks fall, like, like Adam is either stable or rising. Yeah. So it's actually beating most of the market as of today. Um, like Cosmos is going to absolutely fucking rip. Like if you look at the Adam Bitcoin chart, it has a nice solid consolidation for like almost like the entire existence of it. And uh, once it breaks out from that, I mean, I think we should see a solid like, like last time we were at like 50 bucks. I think the next round will be like somewhere 300 plus. Um, So just breathtaking moves, right? Like this is how it happens, right? Like remember when I said this had happened at Luna from $5 to 100 plus and it was everyone's like, oh yeah, like, you know, haha, funny hundred dollars, right? Like, no, no, no. Uh, My intention with Adam is to take it to a thousand. So like, you know, so it's a conviction belief. And I think with uh, conviction comes the ability to just create absolutely just breathtaking effect. Like it's just a matter of time. Right. So I'm less like I have a simple rule. Like I don't get too involved with anything that I can't make the price go up myself. Like whether it was Bitcoin or whatever, like the reality is, is like if I can't contribute to the actual value going up or like, um, you know, contribute either in information or whatever, right? Like then I don't really want to play around in that space, right? I don't really gamble much in the sense that like I like to see guaranteed. Yeah, I don't think, I think the difference between Atom and BTC and ETH and other majors is that Atom is one of the few tokens that don't have like an appointed market maker. And I think that's something that like people should be aware of um like a lot of these tokens do have uh market makers and like we're at the stage of a market we're at, we we were at the stage um in the market like early august where you know you had uh, some of these market makers like you know for near and solana they started pulling back and if you notice like the price action on solana when the market makers leave and they pull liquidity uh out of seoul um back into stables pretty much and uh they head short solana literally gets its head cut off and you know just look at avax like just look at yeah, AVAX. well solana was a heavily uh like vc 
uh, chain yeah. thing. Like everyone from, I don't know who the hell, like Galaxy Digital to, you know, yeah. Sam and whatever, like everyone sort of sold at the top in a sense, like but, but speaking, sold along the way. Speaking, speaking of Galaxy, um, like, do you think they're ever going to come back to market make? Like the, the action that they did for Luna was absolutely beautiful, man. Like out of all, yeah, the I, I don't. I, I, I need to like. Uh, I need to message. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, dang it! What's his, the Galaxy Digital dude? What's his Overgrads? Name? Yeah, I don't know why. I Overgrads right now. Yeah, I need to like message him and yeah. see like. Yeah, if they have some sort of overarching idea, um, you know, they're since they're publicly traded, they can't really say very much. But you know, I can sort of. Yeah. I can take it, dude. Hand. Like, but uh, <laughs> if you're. Dude, if you remember uh, back last summer, like Novogratz was giving everyone hints. And I remember a few times like, you know, I'd be like, Novo, um, you know, my birthday, my birthday is on uh, September 9th, man. Do you think we can uh, get the pump on Luna and get it over, get it over 35 bucks in, in, in a few? And dude, literally like a few days later, there was a gigantic Chad candle, like 40% plus Chad candle. And um, yeah, Mike was basically uh, Mike Novogratz was basically trading uh, Luna for sure. So, but yeah, like how much of that was him or whoever, um, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um, hey Maxwell, what's up, Max? You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on, brother? Mike, I can hear you. Go, Mike, go ahead. The Mike was Shen. What do you think about your project in the future of some someone want to invest in your project and what be fast can they get from it? This is my question. Uh, I'm not sure I understood a word you said, brother. <laughs> so uh, maybe rephrase that question if you understand what I'm saying. My question, what do you regularly invest in your access for share in project, your project? Um, I don't know. I think the gang here wants you to go by Luna Classic. Okay, that was entertaining. But uh, yeah, next what? Uh, <laughs> Adonis, any, any points, comments? What are you buying? What are you doing? Uh, no, I'm kind of in the same position. You know, Wabi uh, kind of led me to Adam, and I've been studying Cosmos. So uh, I think I'm going to be solely just averaging into Adam and just staking it and just hanging out and seeing how it goes. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> sorry, well, you're, Adam? you're breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me now? Cuckoo? Cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Go ahead. But, you know, uh, relative to what you were saying about the uh, Adam BTC chart, it's kind of similar to ETH BTC uh, a couple of years ago, uh, like pre, like pre COVID, pre COVID nuke. And, um, you know, when you see that happening, you can kind of think of Adam as like, you know, Ethereum, right? Where it's basically like when Adam goes up, the alts just go crazy, right? Relative to like the DeFi tokens on uh, Ethereum, like, you know, you had Matic, you had Comp, you had Maker, uh, you had uh, Ren, you had uh, SNX, uh, you had uh, Ave. like, dude, all those tokens just went absolutely bonkers and so it's no longer going to be 
like the narrative's kind of changing with Adam, like price action. It's no longer like, oh man, Adam is dumping, you know, time to sell everything. Like Adam's done. No, my my bad. Adam is pumping time to sell everything. That's no longer the case, man. Cause you know, you've had uh, other things pump tremendously uh since that uh local bottom in june you know you've had uh the entire arbitrum ecosystem rapidly catch up you know you had gmx pretty much have a run close to its uh all-time high so that's something that i like you know and i'm, I'm a firm believer that and, and you uh, also have you also have the, the the sort of like narrative or like stress test right like when Luna um, had massive volume during its DPEG, um, it it really um, like survived, and the, the the Cosmos chain essentially like was stress tested. So there's good evidence. That's that, like, incredible, man. Yeah, it's incredible. It's 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 uh, well, I don't know if it's incredible. It it worked as intended, and basically, yeah. um, it basically like was a stress test and proof of concept which, you know, every sort of a chain needs is that like, what does it do in extreme conditions? It didn't shut down like fucking Solana. Uh, Solana at this point is like, yeah. you know, like three quarters nonsense as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you, you could, you yeah, could replicate, like imagine with IBC, you could just like, let's say you're, let's say you're Kajira and you're like, you know what? We need more uh, horsepower, right? All you got to do is like power up more validators. You can basically run a parallel Kajira chain. You can do all sorts of shit to like scale, right? You have no problems whatsoever, especially with interchain security. Like imagine, imagine spinning up 10 Kajira chains if you wanted, right? Like you could basically do whatever you want at that point. Yeah. And, and, you know, like with, with Cosmos, like it, it, it kind of, it kind of retraced back to 2019 levels. Um, you know, with Luna and UST kind of like taking a backseat from where it was earlier in the year. And so like you have an opportunity to rebuild from the ashes and kind of give like the throne back to the Atom token. But at the same time, like reinvent uh, Terra, you know, whether it's going to be like uh, another layer one or maybe something like that I've been entertaining lately is that, you know, it could be a host for uh like nfts and and things of that nature and you know given the meme ability and the retail attraction to lunk during a bear market guys like this is something that people aren't factoring in that lunk literally made an all-time high during a bear market and yeah it's it's well i mean luna classic is like what a two plus billion market cap at the moment and luna original is at 300 million market cap just for reference so yeah big 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 jump yeah yeah and so like of course like that value can be transferred over to luna now whether that's that whether that's now or maybe like during the bottom of the bitcoin uh macro bear market which statistically should be uh should be around like november of this year uh, 17 months out from the having. That's typically when BTC bottoms bottoms out. And I, I think I think Luna though we could move just by narrative. I don't think we need to wait for all that shit. Honestly, like yeah, I think yeah, if people yeah. are making money off Luna Classic, right? Next thing they're going to be like, wait, where do I plug my money to make more money? Yeah, and they're already yeah. on the wallet, right? So how hard is that shit at that point? Yeah, and and you don't really have like, um, I'm not sure what the situation is with Anchor. Um, I'm, I'm 
I really don't know if if they're even functioning or anything. No. Uh, yeah. Well, we need we would need like UST DPEG, right? So if we can get um, you know a credible peg peg mechanism back in play, we can um, tell people that essentially your UST is USTC is guaranteed to have its value only on chain, right? So once it's yeah, which is the way it should be, like, which is the way it should be, right? Because all you want yeah. is like stablecoin exposure. Um, yeah, you know we don't like we've already clarified that we're not going to like make a global payment system with USTC. But the point is, if you can get stablecoin exposure on chain, that's good enough, right? And it, and it did that well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what the situation is with like. USK, I know Kujira wanted to uh, launch a stablecoin, or maybe they already did. But I think, like you know, should that go well, and you know, when the tide turns, and you know, we're back to uh, more bullish uh, liquidity, um, I think uh, you know we can get that narrative back. And like I, I'm, like I don't want to sound like a broken record, like many other people, but goodness, man, like. Do Kwan, that that man truly was like a genius when it came to like his work. Like the people around him, the people that he influenced. Yeah, like, yeah. He was great. Dude, like you don't like you don't just cherry pick a developer and you build in like a year the best interface. Dude, like, dude, I remember using Curve uh like during during DeFi summer that interface was horrible wi-fi disgusting using compound was awful dude and dude i remember using uniswap uh like i think it, i think it was in uh january of 2020 uh i remember trying to buy hex and um like uniswap wouldn't let me wouldn't let me uh swap my uh my eth or my usdc to hex and dude that pretty much that literally costed me um like nine figures like nine figures plus from that one from that one fault that uh Unis uniswap would not um allow the the smart contract to be fully loaded on the swap and when it would um like the swap would be like oh transaction failed transaction failed transaction failed and you know when you have thing when you have things like that it's like you know is this thing is this thing really like the the dependable when you know literal life changing gains are on the line like hex literally went went up like 90,000x after that like that shit hurts badly man and um you guys you guys should all kind of follow uh wabi by the way he's sort of like a i don't know the best way to describe it he's like this like a uh, defi autist right he's like uh, like his his uh he's like his one track mind it doesn't matter if he's like you're talking about like movies or girls or whatever like next thing you know he's talking about defi so be sure to follow him like he, he checks out on all this shit and like researches everything so yeah for sure <laughs> one second Dude, let me get and let me get yeah. user X a second after you're done, because that way, because uh, he's been waiting a little bit. Yeah, I was, just gonna, I was just going to conclude that, um, you know, I've, I also took place, um, like, you know, beyond DeFi summer, uh, I took place in, um, like, Ohm season. And I remember using a Tokemac, which is like a Galaxy Digital funded project. And I remember all the hurdles I had to do, bro. Like I had to um, 
go to Uniswap V2 and then import that to V3 and then import that into Tokemak and then lock up certain tokens in another in a separate staking page to claim my reward. So it was like this multi-step system that, you know, sometimes sometimes like the front end would be kind of laggy. And yeah, well, well, in general, like that's what we're trying to make sure Cosmos is not right because the yeah, user experience yeah. even on cosmos the user experience um even on terra for that matter is in my opinion still not good enough like there's still ways to go um like for example um you get someone who's a total crypto noob and uh you want them to be able to use this stuff like you know like it was like they didn't have to there, there shouldn't be a learning curve involved really like you should be able to just open up use it make sure that your shit doesn't get stolen and you know all of that right so the the systems as they stand right now like they lack uh, a lot of them lack the appropriate level of like security strategy as well as just usability um like forget about like you and me who like play around in this thing like who want to like spend an hour screwing around figuring out how to make it work like that's not going to bring lots of people in you need to have things that are like so easy that like maybe a you know seventh grader or something like that could figure out how to use what they need to use like you know park a few bucks in there and like you know you know play around or whatever like so we just don't have that yet stuffy would you would you say you know like i know like the space is like specifically tailored tailored to cosmos but do you think maybe in like the next uh 18 months to two years that um we can import the cosmos sdk into like a mobile into like a mobile stack similar to what solana is doing you know um like i know like people are kind of like looking down on a mobile sub stack but the thing is 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 like you know when you have something off the palm of your hands that already has uh dApps built on it and you can create your own dap on it it's plug and play you know and um, right. i remember and i remember like seeing john mcafee in btc miami in 2018 the problem the problem with a um sort of app stack by the way is right now it's just way too easy for like uh anything any kind of like significant financial application to be censored by google or apple so you know like on a, pretty much on a whim that's the downside i would say it's not to say that it shouldn't be tried i i think you should try almost anything but um you know, like right now, these platforms aren't particularly censorship resistant, which, you know, we care about. Yeah. And, and I know like uh, on on ETH, like they they had like a pretty catastrophic event when it came to uh, censorship um, as far as like the situation that occurred with uh, Tornado Cash. And, you know, so with that being said, as far as like a mobile a mobile stack goes and a provider. I think the only project in crypto that's actually working towards this and actually getting legislation passed and all that stuff uh, is uh, it's this old school project, dude. It's called a Telcoin uh, ticker is TEL, and that's pretty much what uh, what they're trying to what what they're trying to do. And um, you know they had they had some stuff passed in in Wyoming, and you know it's a small step. But it's like uh, kind of like a greater leap uh, for the space as a whole, you know, because I, I do think that at some point um, crypto does have to prove itself outside of uh, what uh, me, you and the crowd do, you know, log into our wallets, uh, click connect wallet, 
press a few buttons, start getting yield. Like there has to be some sort of like tangible aspect to it, even if it's just another iteration of what we already have. Right. So with like, yes. Yeah. So it's like with the internet, right. You know, you kind of had, you kind of had, um, that, that essentially replaced like the word typer, right. Uh, whatever that machine is called, where you just type with your fucking fingers and pieces of paper come out. Yeah, yeah, the, the like that crap, <laughs> right? Essentially, essentially, like the internet at its very beginnings, like start off with that, and so like the mass adoption phase started out with email, right? So you can say that DeFi is kind of like, you know, like the internet of money. It's like a thesis that Andreas Antonopoulos made. So like you have that thesis playing out. And now you you also have like uh, the gaming aspect play out. So you can kind of compare it to like the mid 90s when you had like cool math games and all that stuff. But, you know, unfortunately, there is a fault to that. Like there is a folly. And that fault is that, you know, nobody wants to pay a couple hundred bucks for a fucking avatar or a PFP that essentially just gets <laughs> you into a discord like you need something <laughs> funny yeah let's, let me get user x yeah. on but you're right user x go ahead man hey Sipai, what's up how are you, what doing, you doing yeah any um, questions comments about anything so far i have uh, a two-in-one question for you uh the first one is uh today uh you you put the chart for the first time right the the lunar chart 2.0 chart since the crash uh no i threw it up before but like it wasn't doing anything right it's just kind of flat i saw i saw i saw so like you know like you were and the second one is uh when are you going to put the rocket the c5 rocket on the chart well it, the, so first off like there isn't enough like uh recent sort of price action to really like effectively chart it you usually have to do like a you know once there's like enough like uh time pass like then you can kind of like do a exponential log scale chart and then kind of like you know and then i have fun with the little rocket and whatever like it just it's just yeah. literally like a rocket that i just copied and pasted on there but it's not to imply yeah, that like time. yeah yeah it'll, it'll be fun again it'll be fine and um and, you know it's not yes. remember it's not it's not that hard to like pump different coins and things the number of users on terra are pretty large and now you have even more coming to luna classic so uh and and there's about uh 20 plus developers doing things on luna 2 uh as well as terraform labs so yeah it's not uh, i wouldn't uh get too concerned about it there's shit going on i'm watching in the background um in fact i've got to do a meeting on uh possibly tomorrow to allocate more community funds to some of the development teams and whatnot so there's there's stuff going on um i wouldn't get too worried about it this moment <laughs> but like keep it doing man. keep it doing you are doing the you're doing the good work. Yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep, you know, try to keep helping out. Like, I'm not a developer, but I try to, like, you know, keep my eye, eye on what's going on, you know, whisper in people's ears, like, try to get people to, you know, make cool shit, possibly. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I Thanks. mean, just like, just, was like com- was just like conversations like these help, right? Like, people kind of, you know, hear about things, and they spread it to their friends, they talk about it, whatever. So it's, uh, it's generally useful. Hey, Addy, what yeah. you doing? Sorry, I'm um, cleaning my kitchen right now, actually. But yeah, you're kind of obsessed with that. Cleaning my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. like to do it. Well, I just cooked, or I'm cooking something, and it's in the oven for like three hours. So 
Um, did you happen to Did you happen to follow a word of what we're saying? No, but like I love yeah. listening. <laughs> it's like it's like crypto nerd talk, basically. Um, like, do do you happen to uh, like do you happen to own any crypto yet? I no. I feel like at this point I should though. I mean, I've spent like hours in here, but no. yeah. So um, yeah, I'll need to like fix you up somehow yeah you're gonna need to like walk me through that kind of yeah i gotta get you rich somehow um it'll happen um yeah like like kind of like Addie's like the type of person who's just never used crypto at all right so um you know someone who like needs an easy process to kind of you know play on there you would have to convince her that there is like a use case for it better than leaving like you know whatever money in her bank account. Um, so yeah, I mean, to get to the point where someone who's like non crypto native, who's not just a nerd who likes to just like, you know, you know, sit around the circle jerk like us, um, you've got to like, uh, have like a compelling reason for her to use it. And like a lot of different narratives like have played out in crypto. Like for example, some people, you know, got into Bitcoin because of, you know, like the freedom of their money, they got it into for like, store of value, the ability to like for me to send money to Addy and her to send money to me without using a bank, which is what you can do with Bitcoin um, and all those kinds of like neat little narratives. And then, you know, of course, like Ethereum came out and, you know, DeFi came out, which is the ability to like lend and borrow money, sort of like a bank um, on uh, essentially on a piece of like decentralized software that can't be shut down. That's like the simplest sort of explanation for that. Um, and then, so like, but then Addy's probably like, why do I need this? Right? Like, you know, if I have a hundred dollars, like, what am I going to do with it? Um, well, like an example would be like, you know, like if you download a Kepler wallet, uh, K E P L R, you can like send to it, uh, using an exchange like Coinbase or something like that, you can get yourself some Atom tokens, A-T-O-M, and you can send them on there and you can like stake them and they'll make you about like uh, right now about 19% per year. Let's say it averages about 15%. So like, you know, 10,000 bucks and you're basically right now making about, let's say, $1,900 um, a year. So uh, pretty good yield on that. Uh, it won't be that high all the time, but um, if the price of the coin goes up like it did earlier in the year to like closer to 50 bucks, my 12 bucks becomes 50. And there's some speculative uh, benefit to that because if I buy low and it goes up, that's cool. But in Adam, it's really amazing because like if you buy it at 12 bucks and it goes to 50, now your yield has also like gone up by like, you know, 4x or 5x, right? So like that. Um, so, for example, if I buy 10K worth of Atom and it's worth right now, like, let's say, let's just round it out, like $1,500 in yield per month, I'm sorry, per year, then uh, if it goes up by a factor of five, then now I'm making like 5000 bucks plus per year. So, you know, you can like pay your bills, your utilities, your, you know, electric bill and this and that. So from a speculative standpoint, these yield bearing things are pretty cool. Um, you don't have to have a whole lot of it to make a big difference in terms of like, um, it's use case from a, you know, yield perspective, like Adam, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, in my view, it's probably, you know, somewhere between five to 12 bucks is probably close to the bottom of the market in price. And, you know, cause it went down to like, I think 
like five or six uh, last month or a couple months ago when the market kind of crashed and hopefully people bought it at that time, which is when you'd get it. And, uh, and you know, if you hold on to it, I think at the very least uh, you continue to make the yield and like, so for an average person, like they just want to know, can I make a buck with it? You know, am I going to lose my money? These kinds of questions, right? <laughs> so anyway, just, just something to think about, Addy. It's just interesting stuff. But it's like, it's not that hard to play with these things. Just download like a, I don't know, Coinbase app. That's pretty safe. And, um, you know, I can show you what to do from there. It's pretty cool. Anyway, yeah, it's it's uh, kind of worth learning about it. And by the way, follow Addie. She's building a simp army. So any any one of you can be one of her simps. Uh, she'll send you little tasks to do and you can do them if you want. Um, <laughs> and then she like posts little, you know, cute little shit on the uh, internet. So that's kind of fun. Uh, Addie, do you have like anything to say about your, uh, your simp collecting? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not, not, not really. I put you, right I now. Put you on we, the spot. I know. I I know let me think spot. about it. I'm like concerned about like my, my braise going on and my kitchen's like still messy. Um, let me think about the, let me think about it. Oh, she cooks too. That's good. <laughs> Worth simping for, I would think. But anyway, yeah. So like, <laughs> So, um, yeah, like w one of the things that we've been trying to do, um, we're not really trying to do, but just kind of having fun with is really like bring like a, a like a lot wider audience into the crypto space. Like, you know, like coach and, you know, myself, like we've just been fucking around lately, having fun, you know, uh, like contributing to other people's spaces, you know, who are doing, you know, just having fun on the Internet, basically. And really just kind of widening the circle like to a like more and more audience that are not crypto native so that, uh, you know, because there's a certain virality to the way that Twitter works, obviously. And um, it's uh, it's it's it doesn't take that much effort to sort of like, you know, build up a grouping. And, you know, some of the things you can post, for example, are just like maybe you learn something new about Adam or you learn something new about Juno or whatever. And like, you know, people just sort of post stuff, tweet about it have fun. And then, you know, eventually people retweet your stuff if it's, you know, moderately useful. And, you know, sometimes like just a tweet a day or every couple of days makes a huge difference in terms of like reach of people. So, um, you know, it's like, like, I didn't really like hop on to Twitter originally to be sort of like quote unquote influencer. I was just like having fun, having some conversations, posting some like fun little charts and like some techniques. And then, for reasons that are inexplicable, like people started following. So I was like, all right, whatever. Now it's like, I can't even like, <laughs> like NFT projects and whatnot, send me little messages. And they're like, Hey, can you support this? And da da da. Like, first off, like I don't have the time. Like if I do that, I can't like chat with you guys. The second thing is like, um, I don't like to be paid for things. I know it's weird, but like if I take money for stuff, then I can't be neutral. So, you know, I don't like that. Um, besides which, I don't need their money anyway. It's neither here nor there. So I'd rather, like, maintain my neutrality as opposed to sort of, like, uh, you know, pitching some very specific project. So, you know, besides what we're, Jack and I are going to do, this, you know, we started decided today to kind of do a weekly podcast. I'll continue to, like, have developers and stuff come on, you know, as, as much as it's convenient for me because I, I work as well. Um, and kind of, like you know, bring more information to people, um, where, uh, you know, they can try out different things. Uh, you know, again, my goal is not to like, you know, pump whatever it is, like 
you know, usually I'll tell you the negatives of things too. Nobody ever remembers those, by the way, like, oh, you know, Luna can crash or whatever. Like nobody remembers you say those things. They're like, oh, you just like shilled it the entire time. It's like, no, you didn't listen then, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah, just kind of always be careful out there, play around, have fun. And like, you know, don't, uh, don't take things too seriously. <laughs> um, but uh, T-Bug, what you been up to today? You been causing chaos or what? Are you there? <laughs> you might have fallen asleep or something. Adonis, you catch any news today about anything? Uh, no. Just uh, that, like, Russia's, that Russia's taking over Europe and all that craziness. That's about it. Oh, is there something new happening? No, no, I'm just goofing around. Oh, good. All right. I was going to say, like... No, no, but I mean, like... <laughs> that's like shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, Russia did come out and say that, uh, that like, there's, there's essentially, there's no oil getting pumped into Europe until the sanctions get lifted. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Europe's not having a great time. Like, uh, the pound sterling's doing terrible. I think I should probably go visit Bruce or something because like, <laughs> like in the UK, because like the price of the value of the dollar compared to the pound has just entirely just fucking cratered. I'm sorry, the pound has cratered relative. So like if you want to go on vacation in the UK, now is the time <laughs> you can uh, you can get a lot for your money right now over there. So I wish I lived like closer to like where Addy lived, like the airports over there, like get you straight to Europe, like in no time. Like Newark and whatever, you know, yeah, JFK pretty, and stuff. Pretty easy. JFK has a lot of direct flights. I think Newark, you can fly right into um, London. But I know yeah. JFK, you can go right to like Spain and. Um, oh, yeah. Like Charles direct Gaulle flights stuff to like pretty that. much anywhere from over there, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, London, New York to London is equivalent to like New York to LA. So it's the same thing. Well, Steffi, aren't you like, you're in Texas, so doesn't, I mean, Dallas is has a pretty like they do a lot of international from there yeah it just it depends like on different yeah different connections but yeah dallas does a lot too yeah like right now i'm in texas so it's like uh it's not hard to get around that's like but one of my around. favorite airports is i jump i jump airport. around yeah dallas is a nice like big fresh airport mm-hmm. it was kind of built uh like yeah i have some family and stuff near there and stuff too, which is good. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I kind of hop around them. Sometimes I'm in California, sometimes, uh, in Texas and sometimes in the, uh, Colorado area, this and that. So just have different things I do in different places. Like right now I also have like, I don't know why, but I decided to take like seven medical licenses, which is funny. Cause like I figured like, fuck it, I'm just going to go like, you know, like go to Hawaii and like Washington state and this and that, and just go like, hang out there for a while and you know, we can go and like have a little vacation and then I can kind of work and see some different things over there. It'd be fun. Uh, so like I'm trying to change up things a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, I didn't, uh, I didn't get anything on the absolute like Northeast, like new England area though. Um, uh, it's a bit it's far been, right like, now. crazy because like Boston has like everything up here. Like both, does, my, yeah. both my parents work in like, um, medical adjacent like men device and biotech and stuff and like every all the shit's up here but yeah the people that like uh i just signed a thing with thermo fisher scientific which is a uh science corporation that you know makes like lab things and whatever and uh i have certain areas of expertise that they wanted to get me involved with and they're like yeah can you come speak for us we need you to like uh like (laughs) i guess like talk to institutions and 
whatever about certain kind of technologies. So I said, yeah, I guess, sir, why not? Like, it's kind of fun because it's not so much the money, but like just, you know, roaming around and meeting new people. It's kind of cool. Like if you hang around like a lot of people that are in different technical areas, you really pick up a lot of uh, like if you're a curious person, it's a lot of fun doing that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, but Northeast. Yeah, I still haven't been to Boston, though. My wife went. She said it's amazing. Uh, think I think she know liked. I'd say it's like amazing. <laughs> well, I guess she liked walking around, like I guess Harvard and all that shit, right? But you don't like. Okay, yeah, like you're not, Cambridge you're not, is cool. You don't live right there, right? So it's not like. No, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Boston's. I don't know. I like. I I think I'll always love Boston, but I wouldn't like. It's nothing like amazing, but I think Massachusetts in general is actually like. I mean, I live like on the on the coast, or I'm from the coast, but. Like that area is really cool too, like Cape Cod and stuff like that. But I don't know. Boston's good for a weekend, I guess. Yeah, it seems like a nice spot to just kind of hang around for a while and just check it out. Now, um, like what, what's the crowd like over there? It's kind of there. Like, you, you like it? You, <laughs> like, don't? you prefer in, New York or Boston? Um, I mean, I think it's like, I mean, it's kind of hard to say because it's one of those things where like, I mean, I'm always going to love Boston because, well, I'm actually not even from Boston technically, but I grew up like in Boston. Um, but it's much more, um, uh, I don't know. Have you ever been to New Orleans before? And, like it's yeah. very sort of like if you're from there, you're from yeah. there. I live, I lived in New Orleans for a few years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of like that, um, where, you know, if you're not from there, you're not from there. Not that, you know, people are like hostile or anything, but it's a little bit like that. And it's just, it's so much smaller. Um, and I think like New York is one of those cities where at least, you know, a lot of people I've met are not from New York. Um, I'm sure like actual New Yorkers like would have, you know, a totally different opinion. So not really like my place. But. Yeah. Did you ever see that uh, TV show True Blood? Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. True those Blood. are my people over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like. Um, <laughs> you go out there to like Homa and all that shit. Like those people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's, that's like a whole like little, it's funny how that, uh, <laughs> they did a vampire thing on that. Cause it's like, you know, the funny thing about people in Louisiana, if you go to like smaller towns and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't mean my people as in like, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> like Cajun or some shit. I just meant like, you know, they're cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> imagine, I didn't like, think that you were, but <laughs> yeah. So you don't hear that like Cajun voice on me. No, I don't hear bon that. Bon or whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah. So like down in the, uh, yeah, down in the like bayou areas, you got all sorts of fucked up people, right? Like you have people that like wrestle like alligators and whatever. You got people like always like, they're always in like boots and shit, like digging around for crawfish and whatnot. Like some of the, some of my guys that I knew over there, like they used to go out to the oil rigs and they just take their fishing poles out there. They'd go out to the oil rigs where all the fish kind of hang around where the, you know, the oil rig posts are. It's almost like a reef and they'd go and fish and they bring it back and they'd cook and like, eat that fish the same day and stuff, stuff like that. So <laughs> the food there is great. Obviously the crowd is really nice, but right lately, like one of my uh, friends who has a house, like on the East side, like, like close to um, like just East of French quarter. He's like, it's like became like the murder capital of the world now. So he's like, I'm trying to keep from getting murdered over here. So I don't know. It's too, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. I like, I really, I, I like it down there. I think it's cool. I haven't been there a lot, but um, my dad, like he used to live down there, like before I was born, but, um, he was, yeah, I used to, I used to work in those hospitals that, uh, like that got hit by Katrina. That's funny. Right? My dad used to work in those hospitals too. Oh, really? No kidding. 
yeah. which one, LSU or Tulane? Um, I think he did both because, like I said, he's in he's in like Med Device, so he was. Oh, I see. Like, I see. Not so he'd he'd, he'd roam. He's not in one particular thing. He'd roam around the area. Yeah, he was. Um, I think he was working for J and J when he was down there. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that area is really kind of fun. just generally nice people, good spot. But like, I left um, New Orleans like oh like like a month before Katrina. It's oh, funny because, wow. like, everywhere I leave gets destroyed, which is funny. <laughs> so where I work now, I'm like, I don't know. If I leave, you're fucked, right? There's going to be, like, a massive tornado or, like, an yeah, act they of God or some like, shit. like, praying that you stay, I guess. Yeah, like, before I, like, you know. Oh, fuck, yeah, don't like, come to New York, actually. Where, like, yeah, wherever I leave that, from. Please. Yeah, wherever I leave from, it's, like, it's just a complete calamity will happen. Yeah, so like or, like, if, if a, you come up here, you need to, like, let me know when you're leaving so that I can also, like, get the fuck out. Yeah, like when I'm in California, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm going to induce a, like a, like, you know, it's like that. Or something. Yeah, earthquake. It's like that, you know, that movie, um, uh, that TV show Heroes. Remember that one? Like where people have like superpowers and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, and some of them are like dark vortexes and whatnot. Like they fuck up the whole world. Yeah, so I figured like if I go and like, like we were over in like the Vancouver area mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, Cascadia, like fault is over there. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a big fault line like along the edge of like Seattle and uh, like uh, uh, Vancouver and stuff on the, on the West coast, like uh, the Pacific Northwest area. And it's like the biggest fucking tsunami on the planet waiting to happen. Right. So like my son's, uh, you know, when we're over there, he's like, yeah, I think like now that you told me about the tsunami, I can't keep stop thinking about it. I'm scared of the thing. It's kind of funny. Like, I'm like, don't worry. It'll be, it'll only happen after we leave. Like, you know, Mount St. Helens. And yeah. Whatever. Like he's, yeah. He'll, he'll, you guys will, would have been fine, but <laughs> yeah, just don't go there without me. You're fucked. That's how yeah. it works. But yeah. I'm a little scared of you now, Steffi. That's like, I need to like stay really far away from you or like be moving as you're yeah, moving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like a little charm. Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Um, but uh, so yeah, what else is, uh, you planning to do? Like you you have some, uh, exciting times ahead. You're like, uh, you're going to be hanging around New York indefinitely or what are you doing? Um, I mean like in the like near future or, yeah, like what you, like you moved to New York for work or what? Oh, so I I went to um I went to college in New York. I just graduated in in May actually, and um yeah, I got a job there like lined up for after graduation. So I've been working, um and yeah, I don't know, probably there for, I don't know. I mean, I like I like New York. I don't know if I see myself there indefinitely, but um maybe go to London actually because my um, companies I could like transfer to an office over there, but I don't know. We'll see. Probably. I really like the East coast, so I don't, um, I don't know. I don't like see myself, um, really going elsewhere unless I went like abroad. Are you just used to it or like, have you been to other places much? No, I actually, um, I was, uh, born in California and my whole family is like from the West coast and wait, how long were you in California? Um, probably like 10 years and then go back. That makes sense. That makes sense. Cause I'm like, your accent does not sound Bostonian. Yeah. Thank God. I'm glad. You have that very neutral, like, uh, like cosmopolitan, like areas of like, I don't know, like even in the South or even like California, there's a, a, like a really neutral, um, 
especially yeah. if you went to school with lots of different people. Well, you know, my parents, like, they're also like, you know, my dad like grew up in like Wyoming, Nevada, my mom, California, Texas. So sort of like they, they don't really have any strong accents. Also, my parents were, or my, my mom especially was like, you know, you better not get a Boston accent <laughs> when we moved here. So. Yeah, it's some hideous shit, you Bostonians. Yeah, like, I don't know it's what that's like all about. really bad. I would, I think, yeah, like you, you would not want me on these spaces <laughs> I don't know, like, if I had uh, a Boston accent. The, the Minnesota accent's pretty rough. That like, like that Oof. mid, right? Yeah, those are really bad. <laughs> yeah, those, <laughs> like we're those making are fun like of everybody. Really um, hard to listen to. Yeah, it's like that movie Fargo or some shit, right? It's really rough. Those are rough. Yeah, I well, you don't really have much of an accent either. No, because like, that. yeah, like I think if you like grew up around people that uh, speak lots of different languages and mm-hmm. and stuff, like what ends up happening is is you sort of like get this neutral uh, sound. I think I think periodically people will say certain words. Like if you're from the Northeast and you say like you all or something like that, it give, it's a dead giveaway, right? Yeah. And like, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. Like I have cousins that are in New York and they grew up there and they have that like uh, New York accent, which uh, um, if it's really thick, it can be annoying, but <laughs> like, yeah. but there's certain giveaway words too. Like if you're from the South or from, for, from um, California and things like that. Well, like, like in California, like, okay. I don't know about like I I don't say it anymore but I remember like growing up when we were talking about like the shoes you put on your feet if you're going for a run or you're going to the gym or working out whatever was like my my mom would say tennies and then when we moved to Massachusetts and the east coast like everybody says sneakers but I don't know if that was just like a, <laughs> my mom was saying that I'm not totally sure but stuff like that yeah, tennis shoes, like yeah. sneakers and all these different, like now it's like people just call them shoes. Oh, I definitely <laughs> right? call them sneakers. <laughs> you, you call them sneakers still? I yeah. gotta get my sneakers on? Yeah, like I don't, or, or, like I mean, yeah, I definitely call them sneakers. I don't like call them running shoes or anything like that. Or like, I'll, I guess like I'll, if I'm like, I don't know, like I'll say sneakers if I'm putting on anything except for like my like hokas if I'm going for a run. But like yeah. I'll call those my hokas, but I don't know. But New York and California are both like uh, extremely expensive. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of a um, uh, like I, I just it's hard to imagine like uh, it's like you you live there for the particular ambiance or whatever, but it's super mm-hmm. expensive. Like yeah, with the taxes think, and everything um, else. Like even just like being back in Massachusetts because I'm like here for uh, like, I don't know, a week and a half and then I'm um, going to back to New York briefly and then going to D.C. and then back up to New York, I think. But um, I was like I went out and bought just like a salad for lunch today and I was like, I don't know, it was like maybe $13 and I was like, holy shit, that is so cheap compared to like it would have been at least like I think $20 in New York. It's just it's just $20 so- for a salad. Like for, yeah, the, for the type of salad. I don't know. Like it was like a good salad, but. What do you got? Like aioli and some other bullshit on there? Like you got like, like a yeah, kind of like, like special know, lettuce. Like, and you know, like the micro greens. And whatnot. And, <laughs> yeah. The shit like that, basically. Plus you get like a little tofu avocado. On and, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're importing want. shit from Brazil <laughs> on your salad. Yeah. It's like a bunch of things that you like don't actually know, but you're like, oh, that definitely seems like. They're like, oh, all these benefits. And you're like, yeah, sh- whatever. Just. 
put it on, I guess. Yeah, because, well, I mean, it's probably good for you, but. Yeah, like, I'll believe them, I guess, that, you know. Like, as opposed to, like, a Whataburger. Yeah, like, exactly. So, whatever. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy even just, like, sit, like, you know, Massachusetts is, what, four hours away from New York, but it's definitely very costly. And then if you compare, like, um, you know, I have some friends and uh, people that live in D.C. and, like, even their cost of living is so much lower compared to New York and, like, rent and everything. Like, my friends there have this, like, huge apartment and it's significantly cheaper than, like, what I'm paying for a much smaller apartment. And just in general, like, everything's so much less expensive there. But it's also, you know, like, an you know, East Coast metropolitan area. So it's it's really interesting to see. But, yeah, I, t- I think I said, like, I, I was mentioned, like, lately I was uh, stated over at the Watergate Hotel. I'd never been there yeah. before. Right. I'm, like, going to stay in the room. Remember? We talked about <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, like, room 311 or something. 312. Yeah. 312, yeah. 312. So which one's the truth, Seffi? <laughs> I think 312 is what it was. Yeah, you're going to be like, perfect. oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the, it was actually, that was an interesting place. Like, uh, D.C. is, like, also, like, within the Beltway is just generally extraordinarily expensive for um like any kind of living you know that you're going to do there because between all the different lobbyists and this and that like it's uh it's kind of obnoxious uh people want to actually try to live there but uh so everyone always drives in i guess um and uh like i guess there's not too many reasons to live within the city city um unless you know you're in like you're wealthy and you're kind of upscale like georgetown and this and that yeah Uh, that's like the Yeah, I wouldn't live anywhere else, I don't think. But yeah, like it, the only problem is, yeah, like you know, the only problem is it's Georgetown. So. It's Georgetown. Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem, right? So, but it's a nice. It's a nice area. Um, yeah, I remember. Like there was one time when I was uh, like early on in uh, my career, I was like uh, went to DC for an interview, and um, like at the time, you know, I you know, didn't have any real money and just kind of like, uh, picking a hotel, you know, how you, uh, by that point, like, yeah, you could get on like the internet and make a reservation or, or at least you can like, um, check a map and find out where the hotels are at the time. I don't remember if you can make a reservation yet, but, um, (laughs) it's like in like 2002 maybe or something like that. Anyway. Um, so I was like, look, looking for a place and, um, the, um, what happened yeah so uh in dc it's like you figure oh you know like yeah there's like a little you know i don't know whatever holiday inn or some shit like near the um near the uh capitol building you're like oh you know it's got to be pretty good it's near the capitol building right and um it's like you can go like you know six blocks in one direction dc and like you go out at night and there's like bullets whizzing by and like you know like so here i go to this place and um and I didn't have a car because I just, I think I took a, you know, cab or something and went to the place because I wasn't there long enough to bother with the rental car, right? So I get, uh, I get from there to the, um, you know, get all my shit in the room and I'm like, all right, like, what am I going to eat now? So the first thing that happened was is someone told me like Ethiopian food was good shit, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to find Ethiopian food. So I take a cab to one end of town. I literally walk like a mile looking for this goddamn restaurant. Like I couldn't find the goddamn thing. It was like in Georgetown. And um, like, it was just a mess. I, I was like, okay. Then I was just pissed. Cause by that time restaurants were sort of closing. It had already been kind of late. 
And I didn't find this Ethiopian food. So that trip, I never got to Ethiopian. And so on the way back, so I, I like, there's like a Taco Bell, right? Like it's an amazing you know, restaurant as it is. And uh, there's a Taco Bell next to um, Holiday Inn. So I went from like fancy Ethiopian food in Georgetown to Taco Bell. I didn't realize like I was kind of in the sort of like ghetto section of DC. Like it was pretty um, rough area. And I go to Taco Bell because I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to eat something, right? Like get like a little you know, tacos with a little like whatever this is, sour cream and get the Supreme or whatever and some Coke. And I'm in line over there. And like, you know, there's a few pleasant people in line. And then there's this like big gang that comes in and they're just like throwing signs and acting up and just like, you know. And then like there's this little like scrawny little white dude and like these guys like, you know, cut in front of him. And the guy's like, what the fuck? You know, he, and he's like, but he, at the same time, he's like cowering, you know, like, well, I don't want to, like, you know, aggravate these guys. Cause they like, just imagine like a bunch of dudes come in, they just, you know, just aggravating the place. Right. So at that point, I was like almost sure I was going to die. Like, you know, like this, like this uh, little scrawny little fucker is going to like antagonize this dude. And, you know, next thing you know, there's going to be bullets whizzing by and like all that shit. Right. Like, like this is my uh, experience in the, uh, the, uh, like DC Taco Bell in the ghetto. So yeah, fortunately, like somehow, like I got out of there with my food and my life. I actually stuck with it. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to be the one that's like going to duck out of there. And they're going to be like, whoa, what the fuck? Are you a racist or what? You know, that kind of thing. So I'm not doing that shit. So I'm like, you know, like I'm going to stand my ground or fucking die. I'm going to get my Taco Bell and, uh, and uh, get my, uh, so I get my food and I get back to the room. And that was my like night in DC. It was pathetic, actually. Um, so that was just a week trip. But anyway, there you go. It's weird story um, yeah i am um, well i guess i mean it doesn't really matter my face is like on here it's gonna say i'm gonna dox myself but um where where i went to college in new york actually there i mean there's a couple of colleges that could fit this description so i guess everyone can like take a guess um is so it's in the city but it's not it's in like a not very good neighborhood um and it's funny because like you know a lot of my friends went to like college and college towns and stuff like that. And I obviously, you know, chose kind of a different path, but like, man, the shit that you see when you're like in like a, you know, not great neighborhood, I guess, you know, the ghetto is still technically the, like what it would be considered. Like you kind of just got to like, I never really had it. Yeah, but by the way, I'm like, I'm like absolutely not PC by the way. So if anyone gets offended, (laughs) fuck off. Like, 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 like I'll just say whatever comes to my mind. So just that's how it goes. Like, there's no, there's literally no zipper here. Offended anyone by like saying that it's in the ghetto, but like, come on, let's be honest. I've lived there for five years. Like, well, I don't call it whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, but whatever the fuck you want to say, that's what it is. Um, and you know, like as like a little like white girl moving there for the first time, like I came from like a (laughs) private Catholic school, whatever, definitely a learning curve, but you kind of learn like pretty quickly. Like, I mean, nobody like really cares as long as you're not like, just kind of keep your head down. It's like what you said, like when people come in and they're like in these places and they start like antagonizing the people, it's kind of like, oh my God, can you just like stop? Like, we all just want to like get the fuck out of here without anything crazy happening. But man, like the stuff that you see, I really feel like it like aged me like 50 years, just like living there for, you know, three and a half, four years, however long I lived there. But, um, but then I see like some of my friends, like I just had, I have a couple of friends that live in DC. 
um, one, like he's, you know, at like Georgetown law. So he's like in a nice area, but I have some other friends that just moved and they're in, I guess they call it quote unquote up and coming neighborhood. Like, yeah, whatever the fuck that means. But, um, and I was talking to one of their moms and she was like, yeah, I'm like really nervous for her. And I was like, oh, like she'll be fine. And she was like, yeah, but like you just lived in the ghetto for four years. Like that's really different. And I'm like, yeah, I guess like my kind of have like a different perspective on it, but, um, you, you must've had like in like whatever, like high schools, whatever people were in, like everyone has their like little, um, like suburban, like gangsters, right? Like you got like the little, you got like the little Vietnamese gangsters, you got the little, yeah. um, you know, whatever. Everyone know, has like, their not, little. Not at mine since I was in all girls school, but, <laughs> but definitely like in the, the public school, like my public school friends for sure. It's like a bunch of suburban kids that, like, you know, have no business, like, but they like the gangster lifestyle, right? Yeah. Like they just, they well, act Sophie, like hard and whatever. I don't know if you know, like, now what it is. Maybe, like, I mean, you have kids, so maybe you do, but um, now they're all, like, SoundCloud rappers is, like, what they do. Like, they get on and, like, think that they're, like, you know, all tough and... They're, like, Jay-Z and whatever, right? Yeah, and, like, then they're, like, posting weird pictures with their, like, cars and, like, their, like, pants are, like, hanging off of them, but they're white, so it's just bizarre, but, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, I think it was, like, um, Vanilla Ice or some shit that brought that to white people. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Um, <laughs> yeah, technically speaking, it was, like, I think maybe it's more Beastie Boys, but then, mm. like, for the for the retards, it was, like, you know, <laughs> Vanilla Ice, right? It was, like... <laughs> yeah, well, that's, like, they've, like, you know, stayed the course on that one into 2022 or whatever. And yeah, well, at least, like... the, at least the Beastie Boys were good, right? Like, <laughs> Vanilla Ice yeah, is just true. funny. Um, yeah, but, yeah, they definitely still, like, that little trend of acting like retard hasn't, hasn't died, so... Um, it's nice to see that like we shared that across our like generations here. How crazy. Well, I mean, like I, I don't, I guess from a music angle, I don't really keep up with everything every decade. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the nineties had like early nineties. All right. But I think that like, I didn't really care for the grunge thing. Like I wasn't a huge, like mm. I wasn't a much of a Kurt Cobain fan and all that shit. Right. And then the whole, um, I don't know why I just never really cared for the, that scene but like typically i i keep up at least some part of like the music scene every year right well you know we've like talked about this you know like some stuff everything that you've like um recommended has been like fairly new like you haven't like said anything that's been like holy shit like <laughs> what is he talking about yeah well i mean well now like what like you can get anything anywhere so it's like <laughs> like it true. almost doesn't matter how new or old it is as long as it's good right yeah very true um oh my god it's only like us talking and I know, like, one everybody? other speaker what's going on here nobody wants to talk are we like being like losers like what's happening yeah i'm, I'm on the clock I'm, I'm at my nine to five right now so I, I only get brief brief snippets of being able to talk i thought you were like oh, okay. fighting in thailand what in th- what i don't Am know I where you get that somebody from. else yeah, I think so. I was, I was never fighting in Thailand. Wait, Sevi, who am I thinking of? <laughs> was like, am, I um, am I like? Yeah, not... someone was like going for like some sort of kickboxing shit or something in Thailand. Who was that? I thought that that was this guy here, but yeah, we had that conversation. Is definitely not that interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm we sorry, had that conversation but... with that guy yeah. who's like, like, uh, he's like Street Fighter Two, the video game. And he was yeah, like... he was like, um, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
That was the first video game I ever played. Actually, that was that was what what made me enjoy video games for the first time. Street Fighter Two. Yeah, that was good shit. Um, like, <laughs> I, I have to admit, I spent plenty of hours. Uh, like, actually, they had um, they had that at the like an arcade version of that even at college. Actually, I think they still have it everywhere. It's like it's just one of those classics that everyone loves. Funny. Yeah, it's pretty timeless. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure why it is. It just sort of is. Like, I don't know what the why the re, what the reason for that is. But it's always fun. Um, I yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but it sounds so cool. <laughs> Street Fighter is a video game. You must have seen it. I, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up. I don't. I've never really liked Adulkin. video games besides <laughs> Minecraft is the only thing I've played. But which I actually I, like a lot. But <laughs> so, what have you built in Minecraft? Um, I used to like. Like, I mean, I haven't played in a while, but on it was on Xbox and like also on like um, my computer. I used to play a lot because I have a younger brother and he was like really, really into it um, when he was younger. And damn, like I that I loved that game. It was so fun. I think I still have it on my computer, actually. But you're like of the Minecraft generation. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. But my brother, like he he um, plays video games. I'm not sure what he does, though. But I think I'd like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would be good for me to like get into a video game. I think I would spend way too much time with it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a like bad idea. I have idea, that usually. type of like personality where I would like get really way too obsessed with it. So, yeah, I have that story like of uh, like, so um, like I, I used to like, you know, so I don't know if you know about uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Addie. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. So basically, it's like a total nerd game, first off. Uh, like, the way to describe it would be, imagine going to Barnes & Nobles, like, going and buying a little manual. I was manual. there today. So. What's that? Like, yeah, go ahead, you get a little <laughs> manual. Mm-hmm. And in that manual, there's, like, I don't know, the stats for, like, a dragon and, like, you know, a knight or some other shit, right? Like, so you've got these different kids. Actually, there's references to it in, like, Stranger Things, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, in fact, yeah. you know what? Those Stranger Things kids right there, that was me. Like that was me and my okay, little well, like nerd army. They're like so cute and cool. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that was that was us growing <laughs> up, right? That was that little mm-hmm. funny little quirky shit. Like we'd have a really good imagination and we'd run all over the neighborhood and like, you know, like you know, think we're exploring like tunnels or like we'd go into the bayous and stuff like that and like, you know, go into like you know, whatever. Anyway, point is like Dungeons and Dragons is like this uh, game where you have these little stats and you have these dice and you like if I roll the dice a certain level and multiply it by the power of my sword or some shit, I hit, you know, dragon and that kind of thing. Right. So mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons is kind of fun. Uh, but like uh, I never really liked that kind of idea of like playing with a little book and like tabletop games like when computers got better and better. I was like, I'd like to have play this online or something where like this, there's a huge world and there's real people and there's tons of people, right? That's the beginning of like multiplayer games. Like that right. was like Ultima Online, EverQuest and stuff. It was like EverQuest just kind of like became popular probably, I don't know, it was like, I don't know, maybe like, it was like 1998, 99, right around that time. I think 99, 2000, something like that, whatever. And um, so that was when you could first like get online, play with a bunch of people. And like, you know, you slay dragons with a group of 50 people and stuff. and um another one right before that was called ultima but it wasn't quite as good it was like just not quite there so like in those are super addictive the problem is like (laughs) you'll come up with like you know how bruce like you know posts funny pictures of like 
you know, fringe groups, like, I don't know, you know, you know, pumping up their dick size or whatever. Like, yeah. Whatever know, like, you, like so, yeah. It's like how guys will go like totally crazy doing stupid shit like that. Like totally like over the top, totally wasting too much time, that kind of thing. Well, MMOs, mm-hmm. like that's what it does. Right. It just makes you just completely go ape shit, like playing way too much, like spending inordinate amounts of time. Anyone who's done <laughs> EverQuest, World of Warcraft, whatever the hell, like they're, your time commitment's really high, but also the experience is really rich because you have like, you know, people that you talk to, you get to know them and like you kind of, you know, play together and all that kind of stuff. So it's really, it was really like fun, no question about it, but it just sort of like, occupied your real life time too much yeah i do think the like um i don't know like it seems definitely like it's bigger with with guys but i i like that it's like you know you're meeting real people and like talking to real people like the community part of it definitely is like i don't know makes like i think it's like heartwarming a little bit you know it's it's (laughs) interesting though we a lot of the terms we made up in our particular like we were like the ultra nerd group like we were the top Mm -hmm. of the game like we were the like the highest guild in the game and 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 like everyone followed our exploits and what we did and so like a lot of funny shit we used to do and like words we used to use people like like there's words that people use in gaming today that are like still like we made up those words like (laughs) like that's how like like you know later on you're like hey wait a minute we made that word up (laughs) where did you get that but yeah it's kind of spread like you know, gaming language and like stuff like spread over time is interesting. And um, yeah, it was like the, the groups that you met up with um, some of, some people like made real life friends and everything like that. But um, the other funny thing in those games is, so you know how like in character, you know, games, you can pay like a woman character, a male character, right? Yeah. And um, there's like, it's funny how like the female character is always like some hot, like, you know, looks yeah, like, like some sort of like super sexed up, like yeah, exactly, like yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like you know, the male characters are like you know a troll or something like that, right? Like literal <laughs> troll, um, or some like you know stupid looking character. So um, the funny thing is like the the a lot of people used to a lot of guys used to pick the girl sort of doll, not because like they identify as a girl or some bullshit. Like nowadays, it's like. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. You don't know. But like they would do it because they can kind of like not catfish you, but like they'll use the girl character and you're all you're just typing online. Right. You don't know who the hell is who. Right. So so they they would do this so that like because usually you have to get a group to play like six people or something Mm -hmm. and finding a group that's any any good was always tricky. So they would pick the girl character because the girls always got groups because like the guys, you know, are just total simps, right? Like right. They, just they, in case it's actually a real girl. Just in case it's a real girl. <laughs> exactly. Right. And some of them will just like just won't say, right? They'll just keep playing like it's nothing. And they don't want to say anything because like they're not gonna go, hey by God, by the way, guys, I'm actually a real girl, right? They don't say that either. Yeah. So over periods of time, like the guys will have this impression in their head that these these are actual women. Right. Like to some dude <laughs> playing, a, you know, a video game. They're like, but that was like a real phenomenon. And like, I don't know if who made up the term, but like I used to call those um, manginas. <laughs> like, that's not, like now, now it's like, oh my God, you're against transvestites and all this other bullshit. Right. Like you'll have some, <laughs> you'll have some like, uh, like, like some left winger or something ranting at you. 
um, in the audience probably. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, you can't say that stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can't say anything anymore. It's like, oh my god, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a good thing when you don't give a fuck. That's a good. That's usually good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that was that was common at the like you you have like almost because like almost no girls played right. So it's like right. You know, maybe like you know of all those people online, it was like let's say you know, 5% were probably women and like 95% guys at the time early on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot more balanced now though, but at the time it was just stupid. Um, like asymmetric. <laughs> so like, periodically you'd hear of some real life marriage taking place. And you're like, Holy fuck. There's actual like, real women. Wow. They game. were like real. <laughs> yeah. And they actually hooked up on like, like met up online and formed some romance looking at each other's little profile pic, looking metaverse shit. Right. <laughs> like, it's just funny. That's crazy. And they got so, married in real life because they fell in love or something. So you don't, so you said like, okay, because, well, now I'm going to sound like I'm like, like some freak that like <laughs> sits around and plays like board games. But so you don't like playing like, uh, like any, like you like, like all like video game type stuff. Cause there's well, this game that I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like. Oh yeah. What? Like it. Like what? Give, like give an example. I've played a few like board game type things. Anyone into I almost wonder if you some. could guess what game I'm gonna say, but I don't know. Probably like Catan or some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I was gonna say that, but there's like another one. It's called Terraforming Mars. I fucking love it. It's so fun, but it's basically like Catan, but like a little bit more complicated. And it's like hours you spend playing. I don't know why, but like, but, like when those things get complicated, it's it's like I don't know. It just but like doesn't... once you get it, it's like oh oh my god, I love this game. Yeah, they're games I'm that like you addicted. definitely have to play like maybe a half dozen times and you get into it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like that would be like. I think it's funny that like you knew what I was gonna say. <laughs> But, that's so funny um, um yeah like uh yeah exactly now no you weren't like a little like pokemon nerd or like a magic the gathering nerd right no no what was the, what was i like up to when i was like younger um so like so like in high school they used no to have but these, i was like, definitely like i mean like i was like uh definitely super nerdy in my own way but not like stuff like that like i've never been like i've always been kind of um I don't yeah, know. like as nerdy as we were, <laughs> it was almost like the Magic the Gathering kids who would literally sit in high school in a corner and play cards with the little like, you know, wizard cards or whatever the <laughs> fuck, right? Like that was like, it's, you know, and by the way, like the, the video game version was already out for like, not video game, but like fantasy RPG mm-hmm. type video games were out when these things came out, right? It wasn't like you didn't have a video game option. And not only that, but, you know, you're like, you've got your little circle of nerd friends and you're willing to actually like sit in the high school cafeteria during lunch or something and play these games. Yeah. That's, um, that's a lot. <laughs> and you know, like even for us, like computer geeks at that point, this was like an, another level of ultra nerd, right? Like, like whatever the, no, it's not nerd, but like, what's the, what's the more derogatory term, like geek or something or like, whatever. I, I don't know. Loser. Like. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> of course they're probably laughing now because their little cards are worth like a million dollars. or something. <laughs> and you and I are sitting here talking shit about you them. Know, talking shit. Yeah. They could probably buy your apartment or something. <laughs> their little wizard card or something. But uh, yeah, the, um, yeah, it was like, uh, that it was funny how like you would look down upon this, this crowd. Right. 
And like, I think more recently in like high schools, like people actually dressed up. You were mentioning furries, right? Oh my like, God. I was just going to, I was wondering if you were going to say what, what I know you're about to say. <laughs> I think it's like, the, that was more like the last 10 years or so. Yeah. And that's like would, recent. Um, yeah. I never actually, so again, like I went to a, a very, very small all girls Catholic high school. So nobody was doing that shit. We also had to wear uniforms. So like very different, but in the public school where like I, I had gone to school when I was in elementary school and, you know, had a bunch of friends there. Yeah. There would be, what do they call them? It was like, um, Oh my God, there's some word. It's like weeaboos or some, some yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird I heard shit. this term and I can't remember yeah. what it means. And they would like, but for real, like they're like wearing tails and like ears to school, but yeah, like the administration can't say anything about it because it's technically, I guess not like, against dress code or whatever whereas like if someone had been wearing that at like my school like you're getting kicked out (laughs) well there was a time when like marilyn manson was real popular and like everyone dressed up like the fucking devil or whatever like the that was like a very like there's the emo thing there's always that like all dressed in black with like fucking like uh skeletons and shit on the t-shirt or some shit yeah, and um, like, like it's always like for some reason like ugh, and it, like I hate to say this because like when I was talking about earlier like being that, this is probably by the way little, half the audience was probably that but yeah sorry guys it's okay like to each <laughs> her own like that's yeah I'm like looking at some of the profile pictures and I'm like oh I think I could like pick out which ones are anyway um like it was always like the I think it's like the theater kids and stuff that did that which sucks because like I I was a theater kid (laughs) but like we weren't doing shit like that like I was like normal and because of the school I'd went to but like it's always like the like why is it always them like you never see like the like people like that are you know like none of the football players are doing stuff like this so I don't know like what's going on and then I wonder like what happens to them in college like you know are they like do they, are they normal? Are they like, they join some other weird shit in college or I don't know. I think they kind of like in college can just do their own thing, but like, yeah, you're, you're but... not, they don't have a captive audience in college <laughs> like where you're like, you see them in a class and like you yeah, capture and everything. True. So it's like, I don't think they, I don't think they act like the same way and wear the same shit. Cause like you didn't see that stuff. Like all of those things sort of like you didn't notice it in college. But then at the same time, yeah. that's probably because we well, weren't hanging out yeah. we're in a place where you'd see them either. Yeah, like you're you're with, you know, whoever you'd be with. And if you're in like a you, you probably wouldn't be in the spaces that they would be in, I guess. And I guess it's like you're not I don't know, like I'm trying to think I I, I don't think I ever, you know, saw those people like out at like the college bars or anything like that. Like there was never any tales in sight, so yeah, like a lot of times I didn't even hang around like the college events because around the time sort of I was doing that like a, a, in college and stuff, there was a pretty good like underground, not underground, but you know, like, uh, like, yeah, underground scene where people would be mm-hmm. renting out warehouses and like bringing in like drum and bass DJs from the UK and from Detroit and New York and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and like we would just kind of like pretty much drive city to city and just go and like you know hang out and uh you know listen to great music so like uh yeah like i didn't really do the sort of like whatever the hell like you know the usual college functions or whatever and like we'd be just hopping from town to town whenever we had the time so you think like i don't 
my call. I mean, I literally just got out of college, so I don't know why I'm like talking like this was like some crazy long time ago, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's very different going to school, like in obviously in a city, but I also, there was like a college scene sort of like, you know, like on and where I went, but I think just like being in New York, like that was a big draw for me to go to the college that I chose was like, that was more important. So I think that, you know, after sort of my freshman year, when I was doing like college things, I kind of stopped and just started like doing more like New York stuff, which is why, I don't know, like I have a lot of friends that since graduating, they're like, oh, it's so like, you know, difficult and such a change or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like feel that way at all. But I think it's because like the social aspect hasn't really changed much. I think just because I don't know, but I imagine if I had gone to school, like in a like actual college town or something, I probably would have been doing like, you know, whatever they do there. Where, where were you at up there? Like NYU or what? Where, where did I go? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I went to Fordham, so it's a, it's a uh, Jesuit yeah. school, but it's um Fordham I did business. Is where I don't I recognize the name it's I just know where it is. Well oh, they have Bronx. a campus okay. in Manhattan as well, so I did both, but um, I haven't been to the Bronx in a really long time. Is it like Yeah, is it well they there? have some colleges up there, like uh, I mean <laughs> colleges, hospitals like um Montefiore is up there, uh Jacoby is up there. So I don't know if you know either of those, but um I mean it's it's uh not good. <laughs> For like for intensive care, like I was um, uh, accepted at uh, NYU in okay. uh, Manhattan. Yeah, and, that's like um, very close to where I live now. Yeah, I didn't end up going because I was like, I don't want to do this New York life at that point. Hmm, um, okay, <laughs> but I, like I didn't. Well, part of it was like I would have to like live in Queens and yeah, you know, yeah like do all yeah. that shit because you know like i didn't really like i had no money at the time it's not like mm-hmm. i was going to be living in manhattan or whatever and hanging out next to nyu it just wasn't a thing um <laughs> yeah so yeah it's like you. so like that um but yeah it, it, like well what turned me off about it was actually i think i think the the nyu medical center hospital is like 32 floors high or some bullshit yeah like, the i know my, actually again my <laughs> my dad like that's one of the hospitals that he goes to now it's really big i actually think the the hospital the nyu medical is not near nyu's campus i think it's like more no, in midtown actually exactly but, exactly um but it's like not I've, manhattan I've, it's in midtown by there yeah so i think it was like near like the queen's bridge or some shit i don't, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know the layout like, over there it's like maybe like in the 30s or 40s I actually walked I think I walked by it the other day like I was on a walk but um yeah it's not like in the east village like where or Greenwich where um I just remember like um like in the heat like this was like post Mm 9-11 and there's like you know um metal detectors out the wazoo every time you sort of like walk in the building there was at the time um you know, like, yeah, all the bag checks and this and that. And then yeah. you're, you're, oh, you're telling to... me if, if only yeah. you knew where I work now. Oh, you still have the issues? Well, I, or just I where work you work at One World Trade. So. Oh, okay. So, so oh, you were at there. Yeah, I'm there. That's so funny. That's so funny. Actually, um, I got <laughs> close enough to see it from Newark, but I haven't actually been to One World yet. Oh, you I, should come. I, 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 the um... last time I was in uh, the World Trade Center area was 
around that time, I think I got into NYU and interviewed there and shit. And then like, you know, subsequently after, like, uh, like I said, when I leave somewhere, boom, right? The whole fucking place <laughs> blows up. 9-11 was one of the ones on my list, actually. Uh, Katrina's one. 9-11's the other one. Um, Holy yeah, fuck. there's, there's, a, there's, oh, there's like the massive flood in Houston that destroyed everything, that one. <laughs> um yeah there's there's a yeah like wherever i leave um yeah you're gonna die um, yeah i was like i was gonna say like on tuesdays you can come see the observatory on one world trade for like discounted but actually like don't come i don't yeah the statue of liberty will like turn into like a transformer and come and attack the building or some bullshit yeah but that's like a little too close for comfort actually so maybe like you skip new york for a little bit but yeah really so yeah nyu though um like i remember i just remember that being very striking that like um you know and some of the older buildings like the elevators aren't as like you know, turbo is some of the other mm-hmm. fresher buildings. I'm sure one world has like amazing elevators, but yeah, the, um, <laughs> compared to everything else, we're talking about elevator speeds here. Um, but yeah, like, and then was like, I spent 15 minutes getting to the floor I was supposed to go to for my interview. And I'm like, what are these people doing spending 15 minutes in an elevator? It's Wait, like so what the, what happens if you're like, your patient's well, dying? exactly what i said i'm like i'm not running up the fucking stairs they can die if they want like jesus christ that's high you know so like <laughs> so it's like yeah the, the 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 elevator was like super it was like just really really um like annoying it's like it was going up like stopping on every floor and this and that and i'm like do i want to live this stupidity like it didn't make any sense i was like i didn't go like literally the elevator's like was one of the things that turned me off. What did it for you? (laughs) Well, besides like having to like spend so much time to get like, after you get from Queens to the thing, I actually stayed in Queens, I think that night or something so that I could like experience the idea of like, okay, what it's going to be like. (laughs) The idea of Queens. (laughs) Yeah. And cross across the bridge and spend all that time and then wait in the metal detector, go up, you know, 15, another 15 minutes to get up the thing. And I'm like, I don't know. It just seems stupid to me. I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. I wouldn't also like queen. I mean, I, I don't know. I like shouldn't, there's probably like people from New York on here and they're going to be like, you're some stupid bitch that just like moved to New York and think you can talk shit about it. But like, God, I would not want to live in Queens. Um, yeah. It didn't seem too appealing <laughs> to me. I didn't see anything really like, Oh yeah, I have to do this. Right. I have to yeah. Live here. It's very like a lot of people in Queens like have lived there for a or they're like from Queens, which like I have friends that I went to, you know, school with that were literally from there, but I wouldn't, I don't know, in the same way that I probably wouldn't want to like move to the town that I'm from and just like live there as a 20 something year old. So I don't know. Yeah, that was so that was the like living condition option I had. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. So it was like I went to LSU instead. And it's just much more convenient, oh, okay. basically. And that's how I wound up over there instead. But which actually turned out really well, like, like life mm-hmm. there was great. And, uh, like, uh, I like, I like the people there and everything. So it worked out, but that's actually so like, that's like, I'm like thinking about when you must've went. That's very strange. I think you and my dad might've been down there at the same time. Very weird. <laughs> yeah, probably. So <laughs> I think it was like, uh, when was it? 90, like I finished in new Orleans about 2005. So right about that time. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Maybe not then because I was born by then so well i guess yeah i don't know it depends on like when you started there but yeah you're like total different generation than me clearly yeah like 
Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to like say that. I was just trying no. To, I don't care. I'm just do, like, do, as if it's not obvious. I was talking about D and D on paper. Um, so well, like, I knew, yeah. but I knew what you were talking about. So like, yeah, come on, true. give me some credit. That's true. That's um, true. Yeah, I mean, you are you are younger than my dad, though. If that makes like makes you feel any better, um, <laughs> if if I'm like correct, but obviously. Um, anyway. Is is uh is the bug over here still like stuck with his dad? I mean, stuck with his, <laughs> his dad, stuck with his uh work. Yeah, I'm still at work. I'm still at work. I gotta answer phones every now and then, but I'm I'm got free time in between. I'm pretty I'm pretty so just sort of like chilling. I'm not too worried. Just yeah, you having fun with this little banter of ours? We're just talking bullshit. Well, I mean, you guys are talking about like American locales. I, I don't have a lot to contribute. I've never even been no. to America, so I, I can't really We're I like, can't really chime in too much yeah. on like what those places are like that's all so right where, so where are you at right now i'm in australia okay i'm australia. in sydney i've always, always been in sydney so which uh which city sydney so i'm on the east oh, coast oh sydney sydney. sydney okay i thought yeah. you said city um yeah uh <laughs> one one kind of like group was talking about australia and they're like i think it's not rama but like i remember uh Whatever. One of the one of the guys is talking about Australian. They're like, "Holy shit!" Like the 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 bugs and shit will like knock you upside the head and practically kill you. Um, that was just a crazy conversation. I was like, he was like, "Yeah, you got to like shake out your boots. You got to shake out your clothes every time you like put them on because there's like bugs that will kill you and spiders that will kill you and snakes that will kill you. Like like rural Australia sounds like a fucking death trap." Yeah, it really is. I have, I have a lot of fair bit of family that lives rural, so I've plenty spent plenty of time outside of the cities. Um, but you know where I live, it, no, you'd, I mean I, I don't think you'd really think about it too much more than you would in a city in America in terms of like the wildlife trying to kill you and stuff. Although there is like there is a fair few spiders that are pretty sketchy, like that are like not large spiders; they're really small spiders that can actually like kill you. So it's like that's a bit can be a bit nerve wracking sometimes because it's not like oh you see a big spider. And and you you get a warning. You see it there. It's 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 the tiny ones that will get you. Yeah, but like you can be sleeping, and then next thing you know, you're not alive, right? <laughs> you <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> yeah, how do you like? Are you not like super scared to like like? I mean, fuck. When I lived in California, I was scared of like black widows, and that's pretty much the only thing you need to be scared of. And black widows can't even kill you. They can't. Mm-mm. Black widows oh, like may give you a little bit like... of a blood thing, but it usually doesn't kill you. And then like brown recluses usually give you like a like a little scar thing, but you know, oh, scar like, they call it. Blood here, but like yeah, spiders in the U.S. don't really like. You're not going around like the continental U.S. and like worrying that you're going to die and shit. Like even yeah, snake but bites. Australia, like, I, you're like yeah, you're I, dying. <laughs> I saw a guy today with a big rattlesnake bite, and it kind of <sighs> left a big wait, wallop on his leg. Wait, if we're in real life. Yeah, yeah, really, today. Like, in the, at work? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh the rattlesnake bikes happen, and, like, they Did you have to, like, fix it? Is that um, your job? No, it's, like, rattlesnake's pretty straightforward. It's, like, just, yeah, we just use an antitoxin, and uh, we just have to watch for reactions to the drug, actually. But, uh, oh. but as far as, like, dying from it, usually, uh, with modern care, you're not dying from a rattlesnake bite. But like the Australian snakes and shit, it's apparently like super lethal within hours. Jesus. Yeah. Sefi, as an Australian, can I just make a, a quick comment on, on our wildlife, man? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with your country, CJ? Tell us. Well, I, I got to say, just I don't want to make this political, but purely from a data perspective, um, I got to say, I'm, I feel way safer 
living in Australia with our wildlife than uh, maybe living in the US with um, your guns and shit. So <laughs> I'll take out. Oh, no. I can relate to that. <laughs> the wildlife's nothing, man. We don't have people with guns. And, uh, like you're saying, the kangaroo's not going to run into your school and, like, you know, kill yourself. Yeah. No, they, well, they, they'll, they'll punch you and kick you, but they're not going to, like, pull out a gun. Yeah, they're probably not going to, like, mass murder. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've, I've been wondering, like, what the, what is the effect? Like, like where does the, like, that, that sociopath get unleashed? And, you know, and then, like create these situations and i think it has it's some mixture of like um there's some element of the culture that leads to this kind of thing like a vast majority mm. of the events are like for some reason it's a white people thing too it's not like yeah it's, well, it's like there's something weird about the this, mass shootings yeah generally like white people generally this last one was like he was not i think right i don't know the, no, not the the one, one? In, not the one in uh, in San Antonio, not not San Antonio, but like near, yeah, in Texas, yeah. that one was not, yeah, yeah, that but was like, like a, an anomaly, though. Most of them are white. Yeah, like most serial killers are white too, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't know men. what, like, Let's and men, yes, that. that's correct, that's correct. Yeah, there's something about like, yeah, like white men that tends something to like, about white men <laughs> that like serial killing shit. It's kind of weird. Too good. Yeah, do you guys have a lot of serial killers in Australia? That like you know, you have movies about. Because you like live in a prison world, right? Like, so I've heard like you're like escape from Sydney or whatever. There's probably got to be some bad characters, right? I mean, yeah. This is, I, I mean, I can only think of like like two or three, you know, quote unquote famous Australian serial killers. Um, it's not like a, there's not like a whole host of them. Well, T T Bug after the, the last famous one. That's when we had our massive gun control reforms and that's why we don't have yeah <laughs> so in other words what you're saying cj if the, if the one day the chinese decide to invade, invade australia you guys are fucked right uh, australia is a very difficult country to invade man i think we're okay it, it really is actually that's probably true uh yeah it's a pretty big area actually a very big area like, have you guys uh, like done some drives all the way around the con- uh, continent, or no? I've driven to Cairns, which from my place is like I live in Melbourne, and that's a that's a very long way. But yeah, it's too big to to really get around too easy. Like, you can f- fly for five hours and still be in Australia. So yeah, it's 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 you know bigger than people think. It's just like you're you're on different sides of the world, even in Australia. What what are the worst cities in Australia? Like, where should I not go? Um, probably don't go down to Adelaide unless you really like churches. Oh, really? It's like a little... Or wine. Like, are they... They're famous for that, I suppose. Wine and oh, churches. Oh, well, that's a good reason to go. Yeah, but you can get good yeah. anywhere in Australia, so... Do they have, like, when you say wine, though, like, they have vineyards and stuff down there, or what? Yeah, um, the Barossa I'm Valley. I'm not big on, like, up on my Australian wine, but that's interesting. So... It is, sorry to interrupt, it is like vineyards and stuff? Yeah, um, Barossa Valley and McLaren Vale are two of the famous wine regions in South Australia. But um, I don't know, there's not much, I don't know if T-Bug has a different view, but I think if you stick on the east coast of Australia, you're you're pretty set. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd agree with you there. Like, it's kind of like Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, there's there's not, there's not, not really 
like and then the rural in between there but there's not really yeah it's not much reason to go to the other side of the country to the west coast yeah it's almost like us too like if you're gonna do one thing it'd be certainly like the pacific uh coast is more interesting as a tourist what as a tourist you don't think i would not i i don't agree with that really like what well, area what, what, what area of the there? ocean you do you like just go to california what's that you would just i mean like ju- there's just california basically and then i guess if you really like the pacific northwest but yeah know. pacific northwest is fantastic um it's like yeah I'm on, i, I like feel like the goonies Portland over there stuff, but yeah, like the, that that coast with uh between like essentially like seattle all the way up to like olympia and whatever and uh up to vancouver and whistler that all is just fantastic i would say mm-hmm. yeah but, it's definitely pretty but i don't know i, don't, I mean these I are know. summer venues obviously but like mm-hmm. yeah but like if you're going to be going to like I don't know, maybe like across along the coast of San Diego, LA, or San Francisco. Those are all great areas, yeah, though. That's true. I yeah. Don't, yeah. Well, but Sebi, you've never been to some of these East Coast cities, so you can't. No. Like, yeah, and I know that. There's what are you like talking some pretty, about? There's some pretty picturesque uh, places in Massachusetts. Have you been to Massachusetts Maine. at all, or just like I have not, not touched Massachusetts ever, which is interesting. That is so weird, actually. Because I've been to, to like, I've been to most places except that little corner. What about like, yeah, you need to like do a vacation like on, I don't know, like Cape Cod is so nice. Like I love it. Oh, holy shit. It just got loud. Um, hey, and actually we got like another actual person up here. Fancy. I know. Hey, Fancy, what you doing? Hey, guys, I'm just um, looking at my lunk and it's up right now. Um, so I sold all my other coins and I went all in on lunk. So really? Pushing it to the moon right now because it's up like ten percent. So you're gonna keep pumping my bags with your like pumping the it. bags, bro. Pumping the bags to the moon. All right, cool, whatever. Crypto well, <laughs> hey, if you're a crypto well, put it into luck. I'm telling you right now, it's pumping. Be pretty, sh- pretty. I sure want millions like- in there. I want Elon Musk to say, "Hey, we all in on luck, baby. Let's go." I want Elon Musk to put a billion in there right now. Like, um, what do you do for a living? I'm a software engineer. So you are going to do what? Like, so you make a million dollars on your lunk, right? Like, what, what, what are you going to do with your million bucks? What are you, you going to go? Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to freaking uh, buy a uh, – if Elon Musk put a billion in, I would buy a Tesla. First, first, first purchase. So, like, you 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 don't have a car right now, or what? Um, no. What What do you? How do you get to work now? Are Uber. you just work from home? I, I Uber everywhere. That's my lifestyle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you Do you live far from most of the stuff you need? Well, I work um remotely, predominantly. Which makes sense to just Uber, then I guess, right? Yeah. Do you live in like a? Like a city, I mean, or if are I need you... to fly, yeah. I mean, if I need to fly anywhere, you know, because that, that's that's you know, I'm flying around and I'm going to different, you know, Web three NFT events, NFT. You know, I'm really pushing my NFTs. Oh, you you have your uh, oh, that's your own uh, NFT uh, art project then. Fancy Whale Yacht Club, a community of crypto whales, one of one. You don't have some like weird ass fucking roadmap, do you? I have a roadmap. 
you mean like if I buy the art, like I should expect you to do like, like weird tricks for me or something later or like, what no, it's, it's a, um, the utility is like a DAO, which is like a decentralized, okay. uh, community of crypto whales. So we just pretty much like pick projects to, uh, you know, well out on. Oh, I see. So you guys kind of like take the Dow funds and you, you buy some shit with it. Did you go all in Luna Classic with your whale fund? Yeah, I mean, there, there's not really a Dow fund now. I mean, that's a good idea, man. We could definitely start that, get that going, you know. Well, be careful with the Dow funds. Don't go broke. Right. Yeah, exactly. But hey, Luna Classic is the is is the way right now. Yeah, you're probably right. Hey, White Pump, what you doing? White Pump, uh, you're you're in what Germany right now? Oh my God, guys! Oh my God! Oh my God! What? I just woke up, and I saw that chart. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Oh my God! You woke up and you looked at your Luna Classic, and it's up. And I was in shock. We are pumping so hard. Uh, why pump? Um, I went all in. All in. How much Luna Classic do you have? Like, what is it? What is your net worth now? Is it like a million plus? What are you like? I have like four million now. You you have four million? What like Luna coins or like actual like like four what? Million no, no, Luna Luna coins. Luna, okay. I mean Luna coins. Yeah. Okay. What is that worth now? I think it's worth like two thousand, maybe almost. That's a lot of money. Oh my god! I invested like but maybe did you lose dollars or something? Did you did you lose a lot when it dumped? I didn't lose anything. In Luna Classic, I'm always winning. No, I mean like when when it went from one hundred to point zero 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 three. Did you lose no. anything? Do you know, I started with the cryptocurrency, you know, three years ago. And I, I, I remember just trading, you know. So I bought Luna, which, which is now Luna Classic. I bought it, you know, I was just trading it. And I made, Luna Classic was one of the first good trades that I made. Because I had like two, two, uh, $2,000 like dollars. And I was like, I used it to do, um, not crypto, but uh, how to say that, stocks. So I got that $2,000 and I got it in Luna. And then it went from 2000 to 10000 right? So, and then I sold, you know, because um, I was like, wow, that's so much money, you know? So I sold, so you, you got it, that's you went, why I'm all from, like Luna Classic, because okay, so it's, it, it's it, like the first from, one. You went from 2000 to 10000 which is, you know, about $8,000 profit. Did you liquidate it or did you keep it in? I sold because I always sell, you know, I sold and I was like waiting for a new entry, but the price was like not really like moving a lot. You know? Her name is her name is literally White Pump. She's going to sell. <laughs> okay, and cool. then, yeah, you make money with Luna Classic. Let's go. Oh, my God. Since long time, guys. And now again, damn. Again, That's again, nice. again. So you're, you're going to win the lottery twice, White Pump. Is that my understanding? I remember when like the DPEG and everything happened and there was like suddenly all these like Luna classic like people that I've never seen before, like the last two years, they all fucking show up like all like a bunch of the guys over here and like they're all just like going fucking nuts in the uh, in like no fundamentals, no nothing. They're like Luna classic to the moon, blah, blah, blah. And like 
she she actually outperformed me uh, during this time period, which is amazing. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's not gonna, you know, maybe it's gonna go to zero or some shit, right? Like, she's like, fuck that. She like sat around Twitter Spaces pumping Luna Classic for the last like three months, and here she is, like, and there here I am, right? So obviously that went. I see well. your hand, Addy. What do you want to say? Damn. Um. Yeah, I like to put my hand up when you guys start like actually talking about crypto because I don't want to like interrupt it. But oh, why no, pump can I? Bullshitting. Oh yeah. Well, I know, but like I, I don't know. It's it's like I it's think like, we all um, love you. I think we all are like in love with you, so you can do whatever <laughs> you want. Thanks. Um, I actually wanted to ask why pump a question, and it's not about crypto. But I told you, Addy, like it, you have that radio voice, right? You have that kind of like <laughs> you have that thing going on. Am I right, White Pump? She does, right? She does. I swear, she does. She does. Yeah, White Pump likes to listen, Addy, too. You're you're in the wrong job, Addy. That's what it is. Thank you, White Pump. Yeah. <laughs> Addy, even your voice is so nice. Really, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um, well, I wanted to ask you. So, like. I mean, you don't have to share if you don't want to, but what part of Germany are you in? Because I am thinking of going to Germany, like, I don't know, in like February, I think, maybe March. Okay, so if you come to Germany, you really need, don't have to take, you know, a hotel or something. I live in Frankfurt. Okay, and, uh, cool. If you come, you can stay in my place, you know. Do you live, I'm going to take you up home, on that. So you live in the home of Lufthansa. I've, I've dropped off in Frankfurt before. <laughs> Yeah, in Frankfurt. I mean, it's it's not really the best cities. No, I like I want to see favorite. all over. So I have some I have some friends that live in Berlin. So I'm definitely gonna go to Berlin. I kind of want to go to Munich, um, but I would love to go there too. I like really want. I w- was trying to go to Germany in in October, but it just sort of ended up working out better to go to co- a couple other places. But I want to go back in like the spring or. I don't know, whenever the hell I need to like get out of New York, but um Yeah, Berlin, that's so cool. Berlin is a nice city. It's like there are like different a lot of different people, you know, in Berlin. It's really mm-hmm. nice. And, yeah, I uh, have like a couple people I know there and um yeah, it seems really cool. But yeah. I don't know, like okay, so here's the thing about Berlin is it stinks. Like, it's, it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I was gonna say um it seems like it's like a really big for like clubbing and stuff. And I'm not like a super big, I mean, like I, I, I definitely like going out, but I'm, I'm not a big like club person, but I want to try them. Would it be like, is that too, like, would that be too much for somebody that doesn't really go clubbing? If you do clubbing, I mean, if, if you, if you know, if you're not like usually do that, I think that Berlin will be, I don't know how to say to say that, but Berlin is like a bit like too big, you know, for party, you know. Okay, yeah. Well, it seems like crazy. Go to the club. You can like people drink there anywhere, you know. You can just have like music, (laughs) like in the street and with your friends, and it's a party, you know. You don't really have to go to the club because the whole street is just like music and everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was like one thing that I was like, I hope that there's. Yeah, I could still like do stuff if I don't do that because it seems but, a little bit intense for someone that like barely. But Berlin is nice, you know. You can you can like feel yourself. You can like have fun, you know, and not really mm-hmm. be confused or something. München is like some high class people, you know, think they are, they are God, but they're not even like holding <laughs> Luna Classic. So Actually, I always like shut the fuck up. Why, well, I, I have That's a question right. for you. I'm like, your yeah. accent is what exactly? Like your your. 
What's that? I I, I lived like the half of my life, you know. Uh, I born like uh, in uh, France. My dad is, uh, oh, you know, okay, that makes sense. exactly, and my mom is German. So I lived there, you know, still till I was like twelve years old or fourteen years old. And uh, my mom and dad, you know, they're not uh, together anymore. So I moved to Germany back with my mom. I mean, to her country. And since then, I'm in Germany. So, That's so yeah. strange. Like, I, I, for some reason, I pegged your voice as something like, you know, like Central or South America or something. I don't know why. You yeah, it does kind of sound like that a little bit, actually. You really do. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just really like this French, you know. Uh, you don't really hear a lot of people, you know, from uh, France who speak French. Uh, who okay, speak say English. something in French. Addy speaks French. I want to hear this. Um, uh, um, <laughs> what should I say? What should I, I don't know. Say? You love your mother. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm uh, like nervous now. Je sais pas, mais on peut on peut dire quelque chose si vous voulez, bien sûr. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I, no, yeah, you're definitely French. <laughs> Thank you. That was, that was like yeah, something like yeah, nice and easy to follow. <laughs> um, what part of France did you live in, like before? I lived in uh, Paris. Just don't be excited about it. It's bullshit. <laughs> oh Please shit! I'm going. I'm going to Please. Paris in, in in like a couple weeks. <laughs> Wait, why is why is Paris bullshit? Yeah, you you don't like Paris. I mean, uh, I read in some articles that like people who come like from Korea or, you know, um, or China or something, when they say Paris, they get like trauma because they thought it's something very beautiful. And when they come, I mean, the only beautiful thing, you know, uh, we all know why all people go there. But if you go in the street, it's 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 bullshit, man. It's it's uh, it stinks more than Berlin. And I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with this city It's like you get a trauma. When I'm there, I feel like I'm in Frankfurt Hauptbahnhof because Frankfurt Hauptbahnhof is like a lot of like, you know, uh, some drug dealers and stuff. So it's the same with Paris. It's like the center of drug dealers and stuff like that. So don't get like your hopes very high. I promise you it's well, not worth I, it. Have you Did you hear about the, uh, the football as well pump? Uh, the, uh, the abuse Liverpool players felt by the uh, police. It was pretty, it was brutal. Like, I know I got a few mates that went for the football uh, over in Paris and the police actually corralled them into, well, what would you, you'd call them the French favelas. And uh, they were getting robbed, beaten. The police were like literally hitting them with police batons, all unprovoked as well. It was, it was, you know, I've never heard of the French being so fucking aggressive towards us. Like, Jesus Christ. Chug, have yeah. you ever heard of the police in America before? I think you'd be I, like I, super interested in them. I, well, I, I have, but there's, there's a big difference between like football player or football fans being like targeted towards. So, do you know much about uh, obviously all the migrants sitting in France, Addy? Yeah. So there are literally districts where the police have already put them and everything like that, and they were they were corralling all the Liverpool football fans towards them, to which. People were getting robbed in groups. It was like knife point, uh, weapons, everything. Uh, there were families getting robbed, little kids and everything like that. It was honestly, it was like watching something out of like a World War II yeah, horror story. I'm sorry that I laughed. That's not good that families were getting robbed. Um, I, one that. of my mates came back with a massive gash on his head. Uh, and yeah, I, I was shocked. Like the, the police beat them. The, I think he lost his fake Rolex. I know it's a fake Rolex, but you know, they're still fucking expensive. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's really bad. Yeah, that's why I don't wear a watch. I've always said that about watches that you. I don't think people should wear them. I was talking to one of my friends about this, and he was like, "That's bullshit." 
Like nothing's going to happen to me. And then you know what happened? He got robbed on the subway. I told him, don't wear that shit out in New York. And he did not believe me. And yeah. Like, bad. Why well, pump, uh, bad, when you, but... when you made all your uh, like mega money on lung, lung token, right. Did you go in like to like, maybe like one of these French, you know, like stores, like a Louis Vuitton or like a Gucci or some bullshit. And did you buy like tons of stuff? No, I don't really do that. I think, I, first of all, I don't really like shopping a lot because every time I go shopping, I get, um, you know, my head, my head hurts. So, and I always get confused, you know, because I can't decide what I want to buy, you know, and my money is limited, so I don't know what to do. It always confuses me, so I don't do that. And it takes too long, you know, it takes a lot of time, so I'm tired, hungry, and everything at the same time. And I really hate feeling that. So I didn't do that. I never, I never bought anything from Louis Vuitton or anything. I barely know their names, you know, because I'm not really interested. And, uh, you know, all the Gucci and stuff like that, you know, I don't know anything more than that. So, uh, you know, guys, it's, it's funny. It's that. funny how, like you said, everything else in French, like French. But when you said Louis, Vuitton, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't sound French at all. It sounded like, like just some random American. Yeah, it's it's when when you're like in French, you say Louis Vuitton. Yeah, like that, right? You, but you you convert yourself to like like neutral very quickly. It's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I I had to learn that. You know, I learned I had like English maybe for like some years, you know, but I never I never um I was like uh, not really like uh, concentrated on uh, on school, you know. But uh, guess what? I finished it. I have my baccalaureate, which is like abitur. I don't know what how to say that in English. And uh, I went. Degree. I have a degree. I have, um, uh, you know, I studied after like my, um, you know, my uh, how to say school. I studied like for six years, and now I'm completely done. But I still don't want to go to work. I mean, sometimes, you know, I want to go like four days a month, you know, just to have fun. <laughs> so you're going to basically like uh, wait till Luna Classic moons and then you're going to go to work like three days a month, right? Exactly. I'm going to have like millions of dollars, you know, by 2025 when we hit like one dollar and like a lot of talk is going to get burned, you know. So I have this funny scheme, like maybe you can, maybe you can critique it. I was going to say like, maybe like wait for Lunk to pump. And then like, once it does whatever it does, like get, you know, get out somewhere and then buy Luna and then it's flat now. Right. So for the good, like two months or more. So then like everyone will jump into that and then pump that. And then, you know, you can 10 X again and then kind of do the same thing again on Adam for the coming year. So then now you can like, like thousand X your money. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, the thing is, you know, when I when I had like 10K, when I had like 10,000, I lost it, you know, some 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 assholes, you know, I'm sorry, guys, showed me this trust wallet shit and this all this MetaMask bullshit, you know, and those shit. You, wait, coins. you got scammed out of some of your money? Yeah, Jesus I went Christ. like I went from 10,000 to like maybe 200 or something, 200 dollars. And I started again, and now Luna Classic got me my initial money from what I started, you know, investing. I'm really bad at that. So, uh, and then Luna Classic like saved my life again, you know. It's like my money is back. And uh, guess what, guys? This month, this time, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna buy any shit coins. We're gonna go with Luna Classic to one dollar, 
get like a millionaire, buy me like everything I want, not even go like shopping or something. Like they come to me, the shopping comes to my house, you know, because I'm Luna Classic holder. And it's, oh, it's, the, the, the shopkeeper is going to come to your house and like maybe let you try on some dresses at home. Exactly. I'm even like gonna, you know, when you go like buy, uh, you know, when you go to shopping, you don't buy Louis Vuitton something, you buy white pump, you know, it's white. Oh, pump you're going to have your own, you have your own brand. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to have my new, uh, my own brand, which is like white pump lunk, you know, and when people want to know my history, they're going to read like white pump 2022 pot back Luna classic at when it, when it crashes. And then she opened its spaces and then we are like now pumping and then hold it till like one dollar. I'm going to be holding till one dollar. I have a question for you, though. How did you become such like a, like a degenerate, hardcore Luna classic super nerd? Like where did that come from? Right. Like you, you just came out of nowhere. And next thing you know, know. you were like because you, you know, weren't I mean, doing you were doing Twitter only for this. Right. I, w- I use it to do Twitter for something else. Every time we do like. I just, I have some friends, you know, on Twitter, and when I open a space or anyone of us open space, it doesn't really matter who does open the space, you know? It was always like, at least someone is open the space, so we can all, like, as friends, you know, meet and have fun and stuff, you know? And since Luna Classic, to be honest with you, I had, like, some new people there. We also had also, like, some haters, you know? I had my, my Twitter account when I started opening those spaces. I had once, like, over 300 people, like, listening. And after that, like two hours after the space, I got banned, and I lost my, uh, I lost my Twitter account. And wait, wait, wait! You got banned from where? From Twitter. Why? I don't know. It never happened to me, but I got really banned, and I, I could never get my Twitter back. I had like four thousand or four five thousand followers, I think. Did but people I- report you or something? That's so crazy. What happened? Do you know? It, it, I had this Twitter account, you know, since years, and that was the first time ever that, that I lose it. I swear, since I started doing those spaces of Luna Classic, I, I, I'm sure that I had a lot of haters because some people have been like making like screenshots and saying like, look at those, uh, you know, uh, idiots and stuff like that. So uh, I really lost it after that space. It was like 300 followers, you know, it went like for maybe five to 10 hours. And after that, it was like, goodbye, my Twitter account. So, and I opened a new one and I had also, again, like 200 uh, listeners and I had only like 30 followers. So you can't like really like stop people. You really can't because it's Luna Classic power. It's not about me. It's about Luna Classic, you know, the voice. Yeah. All, all, all you have to do, though, is you just like go down the list over here, like look at all the kind of like regulars and stuff. And just follow everybody back. That's that's all you have to do. Yeah, absolutely. I do that like all the time. I always like feel bad when I don't follow people back because it feels like I think I'm like uh, I have some ego, you know, feel like a bad person. And uh, like, oh my god, I'm an influencer. No, that's not me. Really, like, I really have to. I really love to have like friends and stuff. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's why I follow people. You know, back. I mean, we are all the same. We're all. We are, we are all human beings. Unless you are like have Luna Classic, you hold Luna Classic, then uh, you're not um, you're not just like a human being. You are something very different. You know, you're something amazing. So yeah, that's what makes people different. You know, well, I, I pump, Luna uh, like, Classic or not. I'm I'm gonna play matchmaker here for just a moment. Okay, 
so like I get around here a little bit, we, you know, like we just have fun. We play around. Right. Like there's something about you and Wabi that are like, there's, there's like a synchronization here. Cause like, you know who I'm talking no, about? No, like King. for real, like, like there, I get what you're saying. Seppi. <laughs> yeah. King Wabi and Y pump would have like this weird, like, just imagine the com like so the two of them get together, right? Imagine the conversation of sitting at the Imagine right? their children if they had children. Jesus Christ, like like <laughs> total like ultra autist, right? What the fuck? <laughs> it's like having two people with Luna classic ADHD just going at it and at it and at it like all day. I think like if you guys got together, I think your kids could be like something really like either really frightening or really, really amazing. Like yeah, the inside joke is if, um, if yeah, it would be like your kids would be able to fix Anchor Protocol. If Wabi <laughs> was here, um, he would appreciate that because he seems to perseverate on that quite a bit. Did you guys read the last studies they, that they did about, like, men? They found out that men who hold Luna Classic have, like, more, like, uh, you know, um, dick energy than, like, normal men. Oh, like, big dick that? energy? Like, it's, like, more? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Maybe I should actually start. Uh, it's so listening. funny, like with Y Pump. It's like I, I have a hard time, like, gr like it's like I I can't imagine what's going to come out of her mouth. Now. <laughs> it's like you know how some people you can predict them, right? Yeah. Like I would not have expected Dick Energy to come out of her mouth. Oh, right not now. her. Yeah, you. I thought she, I when she started talking, I was like, oh wow, this she really is like Wobby. Like she's going to say something about like crypto, and then it sort of was, but. It was like actually funny. So yeah, exactly. Actually <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's the difference, right? Like that's how you know, like why pumps legit, right? Like like that's what we're looking for. Actually, we're like, hey, like you know, we don't need a bunch of like uptight motherfuckers, right? Like we can be nerdy, but at the same time, it's like um, you know, like you should be able to take a to take a few, you know, people should be able to laugh at you. You should be able to like you know you know, throw a few riffs and like throw like joke a little around a little bit, right? Like a little improv. Yeah, why pumps kind of... like I, when she comes in here, I'm like I get giddy. I'm so excited. Like <laughs> I love when she's in here. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like pussy energy or whatever. It's like <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what it is. And I be I have to I have to listen. I have to be in the space right away. <laughs> I love hey, when hey. you're in here and I don't know <laughs> shit about crypto, but I like that. It's just the energy that you bring. It's just so excellent. At least you are honest, Addy. 90% <laughs> of people who are like in crypto know shit about crypto, but they hey. act like they are good. You know, they know everything. Shib is like, well, like raising your hand and everything. She's got like this, uh, or he or she, like, you can go ahead. <laughs> it's like a classroom or something. Oh, me? Yeah, go ahead, Shiba. Oh. <laughs> I was I was gonna ask a question, but but why pump sounds so cute? I didn't know. I was lost my train of oh, thought. Yeah, she's super cute. She's talking, but uh, uh follow her. Uh, she she's also oh, yeah. Creating. Why didn't I follow her? I have to hear her a lot to make sure. Yeah, she's happy. kind of like she's collecting. So she, Twitter rugged her with stole her account, right? So she needs to rebuild her like you know simp army yeah, or whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah, you make me happy, so I have to follow you. I'll follow you. I'll do more. Uh, <laughs> I'll get more people. <laughs> hey, I was, I was, I'm curious. I was going to ask this question because I'm a really a rookie. And I was going to ask this question in this other room, but they'd be chasing my ass down the street with baseball bats because I don't know. You know, I'm just asking shit out already. Okay, but <clears throat> if we, if, if, is it possible that we could burn a trillion tokens 
in a year. Is this burn that good? Because Sheba has been burning a crap. We burn a million. We burn a billion. But I don't know how many they burn. I don't think they've burned a trillion yet. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. It depends on how many. Like, uh, it, it depends on how many different like transactions. Things, yeah, transactions. How many like different things they set up to make that happen? So okay, I don't know. So they're they're they've got. We're like two billion uh, volume. Two billion dollars in volume. I think that's more than Shiba. So that's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty. That means there's a lot of well, the, the burns haven't even started yet, right? Dude, uh, do you have do you have a can you do like a Barack Obama like impression? Uh, not very well. I mean, you wouldn't know it was him if I tried to do it. Are you, you sure sound about like that? him? And you're you sound like him, and you're not even like pretending. No, I mean, I don't even know, man. I, I forgot what he says. Uh, vote for me. Oh, fuck, I don't even oh dude, know. it was perfect. What the hell? That's I don't an Obama. Even know what he says? What in the fuck? We have Obama in the room here. That's your non-account. Okay, like, you guys found out. I gotta go check my profile now. Jesus you Christ. just doxed him, Sethi. Come Dang on. It. And look, I don't even have that many followers for being ex-president. Twice. He's, see, he sounds just like Barack Obama. You've never been told this. Oh well, no. So maybe I'll use it. Wait, this maybe is I'll the first time you've been told that you sound like him because it actually like it. It's pretty. It's kind of uncanny. Oh, really? Yeah. No. For even when, when you when said you really, really. <laughs> yeah, literally, it sounded so much like him. Golly, man. Okay. Um. Say, say, vote for me. Vote for me, and I'll set you free. <laughs> No, 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 no. When oh. you changed up, it, yeah, like you didn't you just, just speak normal, like vote for me. Vote for me. Yeah, you're Barack Obama. Wow. I don't know if that's, that's good, I guess. Huh? That's good. You I can use that like to your advantage. Important. Yeah, there's like an entire like half of the, you know, country that like, you know, thinks like, you know, like, you know, you, they, they like float on your every word, right? So if you just like, yeah. you're going to make, you're yeah, you like if you get the women in the room that like, you know, Obama, like they won't even know why they're getting wet, right? They just hear your voice. And next thing you know, it's like, you know, they're following you, right? Yeah, you got to find the ones that don't really know shit about anything. And like, you, they'll be like eating out of the palm of your hand. Um, really he also am. just won like a, what did he, he won an Emmy or something. Like you're like good for you. You're really like on a roll here. Wow. But I don't know how to pick the right tokens. I need to get talk to one of my advisors. Say, say like, just go say the United States of America. The United States of America. Yeah. Uh, All right. That was, um, was that weak? That was weak, huh? No, that's good. Like, I think uh, maybe, I don't know, you could probably run we a third pick term. Up America a little bit more. The United States of America. Okay, now that really sounded not like him. Well, like you can't tell how your own voice sounds, obviously, but you're pretty close. Like Estes is over there, like, like throwing hearts and everything. Everyone agrees here. <laughs> well, I was throwing hearts because, like, White Pump was cute when she was talking. I wouldn't even hear what she was saying. She was just like so cute. Like, man, what'd you say again? I just said that man, like, who hold Luna Classic, have like um, big dick energy. That was very cute. Oh, that's Thank right. you. <laughs> You know, you made me think of a joke when you said when man wakes up or something. I was thinking when man goes to sleep with itchy butt, he wake up with stinky finger. I was thinking of that when you, when you said that. See, but you know, know what you should do? You, know, you know what you should do for fun? You should use uh, Barack Obama's profile pic for a while. 
I know your okay. marriage is NFT and everything because I know how you NFT boys are like you know like all like. <laughs> but it's okay to I'm, impersonate that guy. No, I mean no. if you just just put the profile pic on and just roam in some spaces for a few days and then come back and report to me and tell me what goes on. Uh, okay. Just put just can type I, just put just put Barack just Obama on, on there. Question. He's gonna have like fucking a million followers. <laughs> well, what if people hate his ass and they'd like throw shit at me and like the well, fuck, you know? Uh, who hates like? I'm not you know, really him. Yeah, no, no, like people have like you know political. You weren't born here. I'm yeah, born people here. have political people have political differences, but they don't hate him. Yeah, probably not. Well, they don't believe he was born here. All right. they don't believe. I don't I was think born he's the most like really born here. Polarizing of recent presidents, so I think that you're probably all set. But okay, well, I'm gonna put my. I'm I'm gonna do what you said. I'm gonna try and see what happens. To try changing the name and going to like uh, go to some like fucking you know how like there's these like. Maybe like radical left wing sites or like oh, radical shit. right wing. You trying to get me? Are you trying to get me jumped? Dude, no, just say like, hey, no. I mean, like, not. I mean, just do it on on space. See what happens. Yeah, well, actually, target you know practice what? on my ass. Me and Addy will come, then Y Pump will actually show up with you. It'll be hilarious. We'll start asking you questions and shit. Um, like you know, yeah, we'll, we'll do make little it spaces. Like, we'll help you out. We'll make it seem like really like real we'll get kind of like the gullible people on this space to so like once they like, hear us asking questions they're going to be like holy shit wait a minute i think i know who this is you know, yeah, you the, know what, the title of the space will be else. barack obama mr president right ama <laughs> ama yeah. you know what they never had a big sale on t-shirts with targets on them with the round targets on them i've never seen those run out at, at kmart sell out that's that's what I'd be. Hey, you think that would be a cool idea to wear a shirt with a red target? I mean, for reals. Yeah, probably. It would hey, be did, kind of a novelty, but some asshole will try to bullseye your ass, you know? Yeah, that's probably true. And it's probably, it'll what? be cute for a while. Yeah, well, just come up with, like, watch a few, like, uh, maybe, like, Barack Obama clips, right? Okay. And, uh, say like, say Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy that shit. was like, really? No, really? Yeah, that really? was crazy. Oh, you legit sound like Barack. Dude. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go put my face on. Legit, dude. What we're going to do is. Like, we... that was really crazy. No, you guys okay. are just messing with me. No, 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 no. We are being deadly fucking serious. We mess around a lot, but this is going to be epic. Yeah, we're not fucking around about this one. Okay, follow me then. You're going to see the, you're going to see the change. Yeah, we'll we'll plan out. As test is coming on, we'll plan out a little thing, right? Uh, you know, Addie's gonna be like asking you. She's like a super like Obama fan girl, whatever. Okay. <laughs> she's gonna ask you all sorts of like questions and shit. Like, you know, what are you doing after retirement? Well, I'm on uh, Cape Cod, and uh, I'm uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> I've got my sailboat, and you know, like I don't know. Malia? They think they found out. Sasha and Malia, yes, <laughs> are uh, going they found to school. Out who I am. Yeah, I told you this wouldn't work. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Anyway, like I think you could kind of pull it off. It'd be nice. Thank you. Hey, but but back to my question: Do, do you think we could burn a, a trillion tokens in a year? That's literally what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, so while you guys were talking about Barack Obama and doing some pretty fucking good impressions, I thought I'd run just like some like really raw math. Really? Uh, and. A one percent burn. If everyone was to do it with the current volume, today we would have burned five point eight 
uh, billion tokens just from exchanges alone. That's not including obviously everything else going on. So obviously doing the math, yeah, within 200 days, you could easily burn a trillion if obviously volume held and everything like that. And that's just at 1%, not the 1.4 because I got lazy. So uh, yeah. Okay, that sounds good to me. That's uh, I just need to hear some reinforcement. Some, uh, so that's if every exchange did did it. Don't expect every exchange to do it. Like, look at Binance trying to like distance themselves from like Raps Luna and stuff like that. Like, you know, I I I can't tell you what's going to happen, bro. Just like hold, sell, do we want? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, well, just I was asking because this is pretty popular right now, and then you know I'm I'm, I'm a Shiba guy, and I'm, and they keep saying, oh, we burned ten billion, we burned eighty billion, but but how many have you burned? Have you burned a trillion? Well, have you looking? You looking forward to Shibarium, the uh, layer two protocol coming through? Where they're going to be yeah, they've been, they've the been game. talking about that for a year. So release date next month. May isn't not it? Even come. They were talking about it a year ago. Like it's going to be here in a month, in a week. It's going to be here. That was a I year thought the release date was either next month or the month after. Like it's it's not about being a year. They've already said that it, the test net's going live next month. Well, they were talking about this. Let me see. Except on October, we got the message. We're gonna have Shibarium and it's gonna be fun. And everybody's got the getting it down pat from whatever you know, whatever they said. We were saying that, and and like that was like last year. I mean, so I don't know if it's coming. I hope well, you know, when Shibarium. That's all I can say. That's gonna then when Shibarium comes, it'll be when Testarossa. Do they still make Testarossas? The Ferrari. Yeah. No, Although it's just one model that's over. Yeah. Well, I'll you want one? A, I'll be driving an old. You know, I don't want one. I just think they're pretty. As test, uh, if you like, so you have Barack Obama in front of you, right? What are you going to ask him? Uh, can you bring back the Tesla? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I would I, ask him if he holds Luna Classic. Uh, you know what? I wonder if these guys buy buy the stuff. You, you need to change Shiba. You need to change your name to Obama Shiba, and then that'll pump. And then Shiba. you need to go watch, yeah, Shiba, Shiba Obama. Obama, Shiba Obama Shiba, and then you need <laughs> you need to go watch some YouTube videos of Obama, and then no get his like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what I'll do right now while we're talking. I'm gonna look for a picture of him. Is it okay to impersonate? Yeah, that guy impersonates Trump, so I, I can do it. Yeah, look at the uh, look at the title of the space, by the way. Oh man, you're gonna have me impersonating. Yeah, you're under a little bit of pressure here already. I mean, I I don't have much of a choice. You guys got me talked into it. I'm that easy. Okay. No, yeah, Addy, you either have to Addy impersonate and... him or we're we're kicking you. So. Yeah, you yeah. were. Why pumps, why pumps voice is that good? She convinced you to do Obama impressions <laughs> on Twitter Spaces on uh, what is it listen, like listen. day night? She was so cute. I'm doing this so I could talk to her again. That's the only reason I'm doing this. Listen, Sheba, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give you an advice, a life advice right now, and yes. this is recorded. Yes. You wanna be millionaire? You wanna be billionaire? You wanna yeah. have like financial, you know, freedom? You want to be like free from all the bullshit and all. Yes. you want to be done with this cryptocurrency. Yes. Run Send for president your fucking again. Bullshit and buy Luna Classic. <laughs> it's gonna move. That was so I'm fucking motivational. Like, I want to go buy more Luna now. Dang, Barack Obama. Oh, Let's go fucking go. <laughs> I know. I'm going, man. I can't believe this is happening. You guys got me. Okay, okay, hang on. Okay, get to, get to your Google oh, images. Let me put my face on. Yeah, this is going to be good. 
Then I'm going to go out in the, in the back and play some basketball. Exactly. Edit. Let me see. I saved it. Upload. I can't believe you guys got me doing that. Melina. Yeah, you got to work. Yeah, gotta work on Anyone remember when Katie tried to be a Manchester girl? That, 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 that was a great accent. That shit's only funny for you, like Brits and Australians, and we don't know what the fuck you guys all sound like the same, right? Yeah, we, you're we both like that, sitting there, like, oh, that sounds, you know, kind of. We know the Australians like have a certain thing, and the New Zealanders have a slightly different thing, and the UK people have all sorts of different things up there. And uh, with all these different accents, it's like the rest of us like have a hard time figuring out where you're from, really. Is it really like, that bad? Like, like I mean, for example, oh, like, for example. The people in Harry Potter, do they all do they all sound like actual <laughs> they make them I like that you don't even sound British when you say Potter, you go Pitter. Like you, you sound like Harry a list. Potter. Like that that, that 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 just sounds like a snooty little prick, if I'm honest. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that... yeah, that's what you guys sound like to us though. Oh Addy, don't you start Mrs. New Yorker. I do not <laughs> Wait a minute. Give me something to say in like a fake British accent. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll have a bacon roll, please. There you go. Nice and easy. I'll have a bacon roll, please. That that sounded so like American. It was unbelievable. It sounded oh, extra fuck. American, yeah. like more American than you. Yeah, exactly. You know what it was? It's because I said the word bacon, and you got all his Americanness just got all what? excited. He's like, "Yeah, bacon." <laughs> well, what the fuck is a bacon roll? It's just, it's... It's the guy from fucking Jersey, all right? She does not like oh she's from God. fucking New York, all right? Okay, I want to call oh, you the fucking... Now? Shit. now, which one of you limey freaks are talking shit? About the great thing about limey freaks. Where did that come from, Seffy? Seffy yeah, you being... Seffy, make me co-host. Oh, shit, I'm getting kicked. No, 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 you're not. <laughs> Okay, does that okay, look okay? Okay, this is what I actually sound like. Hi, guys. How you doing? To the boot! We are pumping so hard, guys. We are pumping so fucking hard. Wait, now. Chiba, did you change your profile picture? Because we, Isn't... it looks the same. Okay, I'm good. Do I yeah, have it doesn't really change back? in the Twitter space. I think you got to leave and come back. Oh, okay. We'll come back in here. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of the two-part Sci-Fi space Lunk to Luna and Luna to Adam. Recorded on Monday, September 5th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into free Upgrade the feeling, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes Impossible, defending the plot.
impossible from end to demonstrable. The mission isn't even worried about the clearance. Running interference till our enemies fear us. We're only one disappearance away from a bad day. Everybody trying to save face on the last day. Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse. Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe. I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me. A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting. Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy. Trying to get through another day full of savagery. Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall. All hands on deck, waiting for our next haul. I need the rest, got big plans to eject. So feed the grass and keep off the Kleenex. I am interested in magic because I am fascinated with psychology. I love to learn about how people make inferences now. How they draw conclusions, find patterns and information. And in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong. Uh, how an individual can be led astray from certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited. Spaces.